0: Morelia Python Radio with your host Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio and tonight it's just Owen and I just hanging out and <laughs> talking what we do best. Talk snakes. Um, yeah, we're just chilling. Uh, it is a crazy week for me and my uh, yep. you know, my, my my career whatever you want to call well, it, it you
0: know it's thanksgiving it's week crazy, and it's a crazy week for you in the job and then it's also a crazy yeah. ass week for you personally so it's it's just not yeah. a good eric week
1: i mean like no.
0: jesus <laughs>
1: no i've had to uh you know uh indulge in some uh <laughs> extra extracurricular, extracurricular activities that would take the edge off if you will <laughs> we're going to talk uh, about your
0: heroin addiction later i mean you know i think it's <laughs> something we need edge. to Discuss, yeah, but discuss. anyway, moving on.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I am uh, basically next week. I will be, you know, getting ready to leave for Australia.
0: Um, Was it eight days? Is what Chris said online today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we leave um, Wednesday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> what did I say before we started? I'm. <laughs> I can't remember now. Damn it! Uh, you were delirious with excitement. With excitement, believe, yes. Phrase that's, that you used. That's yeah. what I said. Delirious <laughs> with excitement. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to be a life changing experience for me. So I'm super pumped. It should be awesome. I can't wait. Um, yeah. But tonight we're going to be talking about uh, you know what's cool about doing this podcast and especially when you're working with carpet pythons in particular is when we are going into breeding season, Mm -hmm. the Australians are, are, are having things hatch out. And then when we're having things hatch out, they get to watch why they're going into breeding season. But I gotta say, man, I think that they may be surpassing us like real soon, if not already in what they're breeding, because, some of the stuff that I've seen on uh, social media over the past couple of days has just been just insane. I mean, Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we will we, we'll talk. I mean, you know, the guys over in Australia definitely refine their stuff a little bit more and they uh, definitely have a lot more open to them when it comes to wild caught animal or uh, different types of animals, better looking animals. So I mean, yeah, how many times do we get pictures of animals being like, this is a bread lie, a wild bread lie, and it blows away most captive bread lie, and it's like, holy shit. So, yeah, you know, they, they do kind of tend to produce, Yeah, I don't want to say better, but definitely more interesting, more
1: refined stuff. Yeah, I mean, just like the zebras have, like the patterns are different, and I, I think you're right. I think it has to do with, you know, that they're... <clears throat> We're, our gene pool is very limited, so they're mm-hmm. all kind of kind of have a certain look to it, you know. But the cool thing about carpets is that, you know, there's such variety in just a clutch. You know, you can get something yeah. that's just simple coastals and hatch out some crazy shit just from that, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So breeding season, I guess, quote unquote, has officially started for me. Hmm. Uh, the couple. I hate to do this like before I leave for a trip, you know, because it's kind of like, Oh man, I'm going to be worried about it the whole time. And, um, yeah, I just kind of, I'm taking the approach kind of like I always do that. I'm just going to chuck them together and leave them together for the season. Um, but it's always that, that those first introductions, I don't know for you, especially with a pair that you, number one, even though you may have sexed it and you know that it's a pair, (laughs) there's always that anxiety when you put it in the cage and you're like oh god please don't combat! oh god please don't combat oh my god please don't combat and when they don't combat you're like well i'm only halfway out of the woods because they could be two females (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) now Uh, i i mean i don't know about you but how many um how many animals do you have that this is their first season
1: Probably half, I would say at least six, seven. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, I I say that like a wow, but now that I think about it, I have two females and four male. I'm sorry, I have three females, four males. That this is their first season too.
1: So, right.
0: And it's and I and I get that you're like, oh my god, is everything all right? But then I also I, you had the thing of like, don't combat. But you ever have? Did you ever have to pull a male because you put him in there and he totally lost his mind because the girl? Oh was, hell yeah, yeah. I had to pull my exanic jag because he was just ripping around the cage and trying to run away, and he was getting all kinds of jaggy and being a jag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: It's just like, I'm like, all right, that's enough, and I had to pull him and put him back in the rack. So right. we're gonna try again, but it's just like There's nothing else is. Four males, three of them are curled up with their females, totally acting fine. And the one was just totally stressed out to the max and it's something you gotta watch.
1: Right. Yeah, I um so let's see, who who do I have to get yeah. And we had this big storm that came through out of freaking yep. nowhere. Uh and I was what was it? Great. La- last <laughs> last weekend or whatever. I don't even remember what uh, it was, but it was friday? Last, friday
0: yeah it was la- no it was la- it friday, was last
1: thursday,
0: thursday yeah cuz it messed up yeah. thursday and everything was fine by friday but yeah
1: yeah um and it's so funny like i'm um, so driving home now it's like there's so many hills and shit so it mm-hmm. was like ice and just it just shut <laughs> everything down because nobody can drive up hills even if you have four wheel drive sometimes it's difficult to get up hills when it's just solid ice you know and you're like <laughs> oh my god the last thing I wanted to do when I got home was, you know, put snakes together. And, uh, you know, it takes me <laughs> three times as long to get home. And it's like, oh, do I really want to do this? But, right. you know, one of the you know things to, uh, to be ready for is those, that front and all the change in pressure sometimes gets them going. But it's a little early, yeah. I think, you know. It is. I notice it's not getting warm again, though. Have you, have you No, dude. <laughs> that,
0: yeah. Well, did you did you see what Thanksgiving's going to be? It's going to be 20 degrees here. Oh, Jesus. No. Yeah, it's it's that. the coldest Thanksgiving in like 100 years in Pennsylvania northeast area. So oh, wow. Yeah, well, dude, we're going to This is going to be a pretty rough winter if you ask me to the point where I sold a pair of bread lie and I can't ship them out, but the the new owner lives in like Virginia so i'm thinking we're going to like meet halfway or something like that because it's kind of close but right yeah man it it's it's it, we're done dude it's it's we're going to get hit pretty hard this winter there's going to be a lot of snowstorms so don't worry if you haven't seen any action out of your animals yet and you live in the northeast it will happen so
1: yeah, I got a little nervous because usually when I put them together, I usually see action right away. But you know, mm-hmm. just like you were saying earlier, um, this is a, a season where I have a lot of virgin females um, mm-hmm. going. So you know, sometimes they don't get with the program until until a little bit. So
0: now, and this is something that I probably am the only one who've done this. Have you altered your plans breeding wise out of anything that happened this season, like? out of how many babies have sold that you've produced or the introduction of some new animals?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Um <clears throat> I had that on my list actually to talk about. So Ah. Yes. Um yes, I did. Um Okay. Uh I backed off just a bit. Um mm-hmm. Because here's what I'm I'm kind of like on the fence with, like selling snakes is kind of one yes. of those things that I noticed that it kind of like, it's like nothing. And then all of a sudden it, it's like, They're crazy. <laughs> thing. right. Right. Okay. So yeah. I don't know, like up until this point, I've held back a lot, a lot of stuff, yes. you know? And like at this point, this year, this past year, 2018, I have a lot of babies, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I'm like feeding them and feeding them and growing them up. And I'm like, do I really want to do this pairing when I have these <laughs> still here? Yes. Should I do it? Should I not do it? You know, so I, I'm going to err. on. So for instance, like I was going to do the albino zebra jag to the zebra head albino, but uh-huh. I think I'm going to take that off this year. Um, okay. And try to try with her next year because there was another thing I had on my list and we can jump back and forth, but have you ever looked at a female and like really looked at it? Like when you're looking at her and you're kind of like, you're looking in the cage or whatever, and you're changing, the you know, whatever it's cleaning and whatnot, <laughs> giving her water, feeding, et cetera, kind of look at her and she looks like she has good tone on her and, you know, good size. And, you know, she's not, uh, you know, too, uh, too skinny or anything like that. And this girl yeah. looked, she looked real good. She bounced back. Everything was good, but, I don't know man when I took her out and I was holding her I was like whew. And you know it's the crazy thing is probably in Australia where they're wild they probably look
0: just that would as, be like a 12-year-old you know 12 12 female that yeah, yeah bred every year yeah I got you Yeah <laughs> and I'm
1: just like uh, you know do I sit this one out do I not sit this one out and I'm like you know what I have all these babies still here you know right. I'm just I'm just going to sit this one out Getting that albino super zebra is not Although it would be really nice. Really but, cool,
0: that would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, you know but what I mean? I, I'm like, eh, I'm probably going to hit that those, one out.
0: Well, you have to hit those odds to get the albino super zebra. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which There's no guarantee. Kinda,
0: right. Yeah. So, and I kind of did the same thing, but I did it in a different way is I had a lot of uh exanic pairings last year that mm-hmm. were not exanic to exanic and all those babies are still here. So rather than just create more, I kind of did an audible and kind of shifted back because I was kind of, I kind of realized I was doing a lot of the Exanic stuff and not my bread and butter, which was my caramel stuff. So right. I kind of switched it up and changed it. So I am breeding my Exanic to my Exanic, So, cause I have a pair of Exanics going, so I'm just going to have pure Xanax. Um, and then I, through a bunch of caramel males that I've been raising up into rotation. So I got a caramel jag going with a tiger. I got all the of stuff happening. So hopefully kind of get those going, but it's all just because of what's still here kind of changed what I was going to do. Cause my plan was to crank them out again, to try make some more uh, tigers head hexanic or whatever the hell you want to call them these days or whatever. And I kind of just, swapped it up i wanted to do something else now so
1: right yeah it's like you know i always feel like with my projects it's like it's always in a building phase like this is a step to get to the next thing and it's it's like to me it's cool but to the average person you know that they may not give a damn it's like (laughs) they might not care it doesn't look exactly you know that kind of stuff well and then it's also looking forward, I kind of
0: realized I've painted myself in a corner yet again, is that I kept back everything, almost everything that is a jag. And I'm like, crap, in the next couple of years, I'm going to have these really gorgeous caramel jag males and these really gorgeous possible super caramel jag females and how the hell am I going to prove this <laughs> <'Cause> I need <laughs> I need a caramel but I don't want to do Jag the Jag so I have to now make my own caramels again and hold them back it's like god damn it I just wow. it, it all that stuff I don't have any normal caramel straight up normal caramel male anymore so I'm I have to I have to do that I need that he, yeah. uh, It's gonna be something I'm gonna need so
1: What's yeah. crazy is, I guess, the I don't know if it's the way I bought things or just the way it worked out, but a lot of the pairings that I'm going to do this season, as opposed to last season, was very um, morph-heavy, whereas yeah. this season is more of the, um, you know, just straight subspecies stuff, pure stuff, as well as, yeah. as pure as you can say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pure-ish It's like yeah I got you it's like you know well
1: yeah I mean is it, yeah. do we know it's pure you know yeah,
0: but, that, <laughs> sure. but that's but that's kind of badass because think about it is I'm not working with those projects and I know very few other people are and it would be cool for you to churn out some of that stuff I mean you're so um somebody I was talking to uh, was like they went to a show and it was like, look, gelatin jungles and some guy and they were like, no, 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 those aren't. And uh, you know, congratulations for finding the word gelatin online and thinking you can apply <laughs> that to your, you know, piece of crap here and try to sell it because gelatin jungles. Are, no, you're not Eric Burke. And it's like I got that. So it would be cool to see that kind of stuff come out and you know i'd like to see more of the localities i was talking to you before the show how i really want to get back into just straight coastal like those are the only carpets i'm going to work with is coastal and then maybe even phasing out my jungles because i just want to get in back to what really kind of gets me going so i do want to start picking up the locality coastals
1: so well yeah i think um i think you know coastals are one of those ones that I mean we've said it a million times, but I really think that uh, they're one of those ones that they just it got so caught up in the morph side of things that everything else kind of fell to the wayside
0: um, and that's and that's something that I would say we were talking earlier about Australia being a little bit different. It almost seems like they didn't get caught up in the whole morph craze because they had all the different localities and all the different things laid out before them. So maybe they didn't get too far into it. Like we did where it was, we're going to make Jags. We don't give a damn what we're breeding the Jag to. We just want to make more Jags. And it's like, okay. And now there's a bunch of fugly siblings out there. And it's like, (laughs) you know, know, and that's kind of what happens where that got mixed in. I mean, and the same thing goes, with jungle it's like yeah you can breed these very pretty jungles and you're going to get half the clutch is going to be gorgeous the rest is going to be kind of ink eh, and if somebody buys those thinking that they're going to breed them and make pretty ones they're going to get more not so pretty and that just kind of keeps coming so it almost seems like a lot of people don't care they just want babies so
1: yeah i mean i look at it as i i think i think i think it, I I don't know if it's easier. It seems like it's almost easier to sell just a straight carpet python. No more for anything like that. Um, I I was talking
0: about this with somebody, and it was, and I think, and I think they were asking like projects, and I was talking mm-hmm. about to, and good jungles always sell regardless. I don't care if there's anything in the tiger, just as long as it's got great stripes, good color always sell right and if a jungle with crisp yellow and dark black will always sell doesn't matter you don't have to get jag. you don't have to do all this other crap those two will always be a good selling point yeah and i'm talking jason uh, balan jason balan tigers like with stripes all the way down and
1: kind of crap so yeah yeah his shit is kind of off the off the charts (laughs) Um, especially some of that stuff he's selling right now. I mean, I, I was, he was at my, he, we shared a table at Tinley. So I'm telling you, man, if you're looking for a tire that he, you know, he's got some really cool stuff and they're up for sale now.
0: Yeah. I picked up a boy from him last year and it's, Mm -hmm.
1: he's gorgeous
0: and I can't wait. I have a, uh, the, the sister to the female. I gave you that tri-stripe girl. Uh Uh-huh. I have her sister, but she doesn't have that stripe going down the middle, but she's perfectly striped. So I cannot wait in a couple of years. I'm going to breed the two of them and it's just going to be dizzying. It's going to be stripes everywhere. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I, I have, so a couple of the coastal pairings that I'm excited about for me, mm-hmm. I have a Michael Pinnell or Lloyd Lemke line, whatever you want to cat male. That is definitely yeah. You know, you could tell right then and there. So, so you know, that's a that's a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, you can look at an M Pen coastal, and you know right away that that's an M Pen coastal. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, that's M Pen. You know, huh. and um, basically we always talk about these things like M pen dropping these names, but just in case it's somebody new listening, I'm just going to tell them like Michael Pinnell, you know, worked with a a bloodline from Lloyd Lemke and they just have a very distinct look, uh, very striped, uh, color, like yellow. Yeah. Their color is like crazy. Like some of them, like the one that, the one that you had was very, uh, had a lot of yellow tone to it. Now the one that I have, are very like lavender yeah. gray type of tone. So again, that just shows you like you could get, an animals from the same exact clutch, and have two different projects that you could just kind of go with without without even, putting any morphs into it. And you know, yeah. you could and do that's, that. But here's the thing: we appreciate
0: that, and other people who might be ingrained in carpets appreciate it. But to anybody else, it's just a carpet python. Like, you know, it, it's
1: not, it's I don't just know, man. Things. I think if, I think if I brought that female to Tinley Park and had her on display, I think people would lose their goddamn I, mind.
0: I, I guarantee you get people. <laughs> I, all right. I would guarantee that you would turn people's heads, but I also guarantee that it would take a true Morelia head to really appreciate what the hell they're looking at.
1: Yeah. They would probably ask what morph is that? Is that a exactly tiger? as opposed you know, to that kind
0: of stuff. You bring, you bring a gamma line jag. And every, everyone's infatuated with it because of what it is and how yeah. it looks. So I, I will say that although you will turn some heads, I think you would turn more heads
1: with a morph project than you would a normal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah because okay. I mean what do they call them? Dirt snakes? Uh, no. <laughs> like poor Coastal no, Yeah, Those are, your IJs. IJs are... <laughs> Those are the pop uh,
0: ones, the dirt snakes. Yeah. yeah, right. There used to be, do you remember, there used to be a dark side, light side, fighting every day
1: thing <laughs> yeah. going on. I <laughs> know, right? Like,
0: yeah, the two shall never meet kind of a deal. Right. Now it's like, granite zebra this. I'm like, ah, the, I I can't. <laughs> so Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it's it's so crazy that I, I'm always torn. And it, actually, this will be a good segue into uh, into this. So you know, mm. you know how like I've talked many times on the show about like uh, the, the certain lines I won't cross with breeding things and stuff. <laughs> but did you happen to see no, the albino inland? Did you see no, that? no, oh, dude? No. I'm, I'm, I'm telling don't you. Send it you're going to I don't want to see it. No. So, no. Clear Mountain Reptiles <laughs> produced this no. it's like a 50% Darwin, 50% no. uh inland. But when I tell you, man, it is absolutely but, insane. But what did you insane, gain? It's insane, man. But what do you
0: gain? The only colors on her are yellow and white. It's like when no. people are like, man, no. ima- what what? No. What? No. What? What?
1: <laughs> look in the chat.
0: I don't want to, because I'm going to get proven in the wrong. Chat. And, no, stop it. It you doesn't know, look have, anything like what I thought it was. look like. My mind, what the hell is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew <laughs> it.
0: Holy shit. I know, right? All right. All right. First off, can we all agree that carpet pythons are some of the prettiest albinos out there? Like, I mean, they have tons of color, and it's not like a berm where it's, like, white, yellow, and whatever. Jesus. Yeah. I want it so bad, I'd lick it. (laughs) Well, all right, Ryan. (laughs) That was very good. Thank you for that. I mean, go ahead. We won't stop you. But anyway, it
1: is it is. Dude, I saw that, and I was like, what the? Oh, my God.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. So, that... (laughs) All right, stop, 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 stop it. All right. Does that change the line that you will
1: not cross? I got to be honest. If I'm being honest, totally honest, I, I, yes. I, it did go through my head, man. I was like, oh, I could do that. I I'm could do say, that. I, I don't, I have, I have
0: an albino male that only eats mice, and then the only two. Uh, mixed head albinos i have are because of you so and i don't have any inlands
1: so there we go i'm curious to see what that looks like as an adult but yes that thing what is, what is that a juvenile uh, yeah that all right it's crazy so... it's just crazy The co- i mean it's like it almost looks like I don't even know, like, what that color would be. What is that color? It's like... I don't... Yellow. I
0: don't And, like... Well, you're going to get white. You're going to get orangish. You're going to get some pink. I mean, you're going to get a bunch of stuff, but it's like... I, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how much of that is going to turn white. Because it doesn't even have any white kind of on it. So, you know, parts of it are going to be white. So... I don't know. I say, it I would,
1: needs some time to grow up. I kind of think that a caramel hypo albino would kind of look something similar to that.
0: Well, I think it's caramel hypo, hypo albino would more look more like a sun glow boa, or whatever the lipstick boa thing. I don't know boas.
1: But, <laughs> so are those things? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's just crazy that that animal is insane. So I had to yep. give some props out to uh, Clear Mountain Reptile. They're in Australia, by the way. Well, it's
0: it just kind of was one of those things where, you know, all right, so let me see it grow up. And let's see how that goes. And let me see an albino silver peppered, all right? Why? Because I just, for, you know, oh. science, anyway. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even think about that.
1: Oh, come on. Oh, God damn it. Damn it.
0: You're right. You good. (laughs) I mean, we're going to have to, I mean, (laughs) but, and that just comes to think about is that, you know, is that something where we should cross the line to create really good looking animals and maybe draw some more attention to the whole carpet complex, or do we want to keep it pure to which I, I would say that, and I think you would agree with me, there's room for both projects in the Morelia community. Just, yeah, uh, let, let's not get carried away with one side so much so that we totally screw the other side of the coin.
1: I, yeah, I agree with you. And I think that I don't care who you are. I don't care how much of a purist you are. Yeah. I think that if you saw that snake and you didn't know what it was, you would want it and want to know what is in it. And, you know, you would be so pissed when you found out that it was an Inland Darwin cross, <laughs> I, you'd be I just am. so mad. You would be uh, like, "But no,
0: oh, I would be curious. Cool f- stuff. The stuff the I can't stuff do. Mixed. I don't, Damn it! It's like, but but here's the thing: is that you know, let's put it this way. You have, say, you have an Inland male who will breed a piece of rope, and say you have an Inland female. All right. So you breed, you know, them together one season. Maybe the next season you can take that male and do whatever. But You know, just as long as there's pure lines of certain animals and pure lines of certain things go to, because, I mean, it always goes back to me, poison ivy, because with the only only line we would have back to that animal would have coastal blood in it. So it kind of just goes through that. If you have these animals and if they are very interesting looking or very cool looking or you're building a project, you know, make sure. It's getting run one way. Like, you know, all those guys who are picking up the imported Papuan uh, IJs or Papuan carpets. Right. You can totally breed it to a Jag, but maybe breed it to another Papuan just to get some pure babies out there. You only have to do it once. I don't give a crap, but just don't get too caught up with it.
1: Well, this is where I'm torn because as of now, as far as I Uh know, in the States... I don't think that there's anybody that's crossing inlands into any morphs. So
0: I would agree.
1: That means that those are still, again, I put quote unquote pure. Mm -hmm. Um, They're the least. So do
0: do you be that guy?
1: (laughs) Do you be that guy? You know know what I mean? I I, I,
0: I think you should be because I would find it hilarious. It is a huge hard pill to swallow. But I'm torn, you know. I really well. Am. It's just I'm like torn. how has anybody taken a Brisbane and bred it to a Jag yet?
1: Well, no, but to me, that's not quite as bad. As not this. as bad, and all right. the results would the Who's, results really all right? Well, let's, make
0: it let's go further. Who's to say that a Brisbane albino Jag isn't going to be one of the most beautiful things on the planet? It could very well be. Yeah, you won't know until you try. Yeah. I am not condoning anyone to try this. Please don't do this. It
1: would hurt my soul. But well, it's, uh,
0: But we no, were kind of talking to understand it.
1: We were kind of talking before the show of um so me and Rob were talking earlier and uh he's babysitting a bearded dragon, right? <laughs> and I and we're sitting there, we're having this conversation and I was like he's like he's like, "You know what? This is this is a really cool animal." And oh, I was like, no. "Yeah." Well, no, no, no. Wait, I, I you know, right. this is where our my topic of rough scales earlier came to. Okay, all right. So well, I got distracted by that topic. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute, I'll get there. I'll get okay, there. Okay, all right, all right,
0: right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <excited. laughs>
1: um so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like it's so funny how the reptile community mm. takes for granted. I guess takes for granted as the is the what I'm what I'm going at. Yeah, you'll be crazy that you want this animal, you know, I gotta have this animal, whatever it is, you know, for this for this conversation, we'll say it's a bearded dragon. At some point, they were new to the reptile hobby. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Way back in the day, they were probably super expensive. Everybody wanted them. Couldn't, you know, like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Not only is it sort of a chill lizard, you know, look at it. It doesn't get too big and blah, blah, blah. Right. You know? And now, when you go to a reptile show, could you give two shits mm-hmm. about a bearded dragon? Well,
0: they're not. Let me put it: they're not my thing. But I will also tell you that no, no one cares. It's like there right. are a ton of beardies. It's like, all right, let me put it this way: well, the people e- that e- breed bearded dragons, people who breed bearded dragons, it's totally <laughs> all about it. That's it. They are totally about them, and I totally get it. I also understand that they are a very good reptile as a pet, but. You know, are people going and spending thousands and thousands of dollars unless it's a zero, which is like those all white ones with like the black eyes? I mean, right. it's like you're, you're exactly correct. At one point, a normal wild type bearded dragon, one of the most seen animals at any reptile rescue was like $10,000. And at some point, somebody had to learn how to keep, take care of these things. And someone had to establish this and establish that. Think about it even further Dude, like crested geckos, leopard geckos, uh, leachianus geckos. Somebody had to figure that shit out. And now you just go and get a bag of rapashi and mix it up and put it in their cage. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like at one point some asshole was mashing strawberries or something. It's like (laughs) that. Yeah, right. That's how that stuff goes. And we do take that for granted. And we've also seen that with carbon python. At least I have, or you and I have, because we... (laughs) I remember when carpet pythons had two morphs and one of them was a tri-stripe and like, and that was it. So it's like, it's like you kind of take for granted a lot of that stuff. And a lot of the people who have come before you and worked out all the kinks. I mean, like green tree pythons, uh, like people are breeding them in bins. And it's like, at one point, these things were only ever bred in zoos by people who were watching them 24 seven and what was the thing that like, I think Eugene Bissett said to us that he's killed more green tree pythons than he's ever bred. And it's like, because he was one of the original guys who had to work through all those kinks and they were devastating sometimes. So sure. It, and who's to say in the next 20 years that everybody's going to be like, man, Bowen's pythons are easy. And we're like, you have <laughs> no freaking idea.
1: So, you know, right. it's like that. So I think, I, I, I just think that, you know, and I, I think for me, mm. I'm just going to say me. Here's an example, right? Go ahead. Pop one. This is Pop one pythons, not carpet pythons. Pop one pythons, right? Beautiful right. animal. Amazing animal, you know?
0: And yeah. I have a pair.
1: And it's like. You do. Do I really, really appreciate? I mean, I do. But at the same time, like, you know, it's like, okay, now I'm worried about moving on to what the next. You know, project that I'm going to add. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like, you mm-hmm. sort of, that's sort of like, okay, I got that. It's almost like the quest for the animal is <laughs> more exciting Far more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> than when you actually get the animal. And, I, you know, I had to take a step back and I'm like, like, huh, you know, well, like, am I not uh, appreciating this animal because now I have it? And, you know.
0: No, I wouldn't say that. I would say that, you know, we are also guys who have large collections, so yeah. we can appreciate the animal without giving it the due course, but I will say there are guys out there who maybe are more devoted to an individual animal or individual species, like you have Papua and Pythons, and Austin has Papua and Pythons. And you guys yeah. both enjoy your pop one pythons, but I would say that Austin might enjoy them a little bit more than you, just because, th- like he doesn't have those are those are his things. I mean, he's he's really enamored and impressed with these animals, and yeah. you know, I would say that we as keepers and python guys, everybody has their favorites, and everybody has their go to python, and everybody has their project that you just kind of find, you know farting around with kind of seeing if it's cool be cool to produce these things they're really cool animals but they're not your thing they're not the the run down to the snake room and look at it thing so and it's different yeah. for people you know
1: yeah yeah i i yeah i i i would agree with that i think i don't know i just think sometimes like uh the way that what would that be? I, you know, like that whole trickle down type of thing works, you know, we were talking about rough scales, right. And I'm sitting there and you know, before we got on, you know, obviously I'm doing a lot of research in Australia and whatnot and I'm already thinking about where I'm going to go next, you know? So like, we're already like, Oh yeah. What, what, what would be cool to see? Where could we go? You know? And I don't know why, but like, Mm. Google Earth has, like, opened up my – like, as much as I'm into Australian (laughs) reptiles, you would think that I would be on there all the time looking at stuff. But I'm watching this show, and this guy – it was on Netflix. It's called Wild Australia, and he goes to, like, different um, – Different sections of Australia. There's like the reef episode, the desert, mm-hmm. the you know the wetlands, uh, the, ge- the rainforest, etc. Right. So he's in the desert one. He starts down in Alice Springs, and he's talking. He's you know you, you're looking at Uluru and all that kind of stuff, and you know then the, he slowly works his way up north. But for whatever reason, it never clicked in my head. I don't I don't know why like that like that way is towards the Kimberley. And, like, yep. that's, like, those iconic-looking pictures of Australia that, you know, that rocky outcrops. Yeah. And, basically, he was talking about how, I guess, when it rains, you know, the rain pools in, like, these in, – in those rocky outcrops and then vegetation is, can grow and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you have, like, this sort of, like, desert environment with, like, you know, vegetation almost, which mm-hmm. – it's very unique looking and like, it's just beautiful. It's just like the landscape is just beautiful. And I'm like, wow. And then they were talking about how difficult it is to get up into that area. And then I started thinking and I'm like, wow, we have rough scales that <laughs> we have. And somebody had to yeah. actually take a helicopter
0: <laughs> yes,
1: to go get to, get to the area they... where the rough scales are. You know, yep. like,
0: and then they, and then and then you got to find them. Getting there is step one. Half the battle.
1: Find, <laughs> it's half the battle.
0: You got to yeah. find the bastards. I mean, that's right. It, it it's this is never lost on me when I look at my guys, and they are some of my favorite animals because of the story that comes with them. I mean. They got the keeled scales. They got the cool threat display. They got the great eyes. They got the awesome color. They have the cool personalities. But the fact that, like, people nearly died, it's like, this This could have been very bad. I mean, yeah. and all this other stuff, and the tie-in with Marco O'Shea, with the zoo animals there. The fact that these things were, at one point in herpticulture, to be on the same level as, uh, you know, uh, an Owen Pelly python, to never, ever, ever be seen, let alone be owned, it blows me away, and I—that's part of why I love them so much. So,
1: yeah, I think I think that it'll—you know—eventually there'll come a point where they're what, like three hundred bucks or something like that.
0: Oh yeah, I can't Don't wait! I'm gonna buy them all. I'm gonna sell and every they're... single <laughs> carpet python. <laughs> I'm just gonna have roughies.
1: Screw you all! And, <laughs> and they're not—they're not. They're not they're not flashy, but no. at the same time, th- for what they are, they're very, very cool. And well, like
0: my my worry is that say in a couple of years they become the three hundred, then what happens? Do people stop breeding them? Do these things eventually become like ring pythons, where they oh, have their sure. boom, they have their boom, and then they have their fade because you know, there's not an albino rough scale python. Like, are these things going to explode? Everybody's going to get a couple. Everybody's going to stop breeding them. And then we're going to be down to, like, barely any. I mean, I would see that happening. So, And that's where you'll be in a good spot. God damn right. I'm going to have, like, six. (laughs) So, we'll see. Okay, there you go. I got that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can't. We have to stop reading while we're doing a podcast because you know we both just pause. Yeah, Excuse I know, it. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, and and we've we've talked about that before. You do you do what you like. I mean, your your thing is your you know pop ones and all your other projects. So maybe the pop one pythons are not your top top top, but you know they are really cool and they are something to think about. Just like how you know. Uh, Timor pythons, you know, you got those. And, and also it comes different. Like you have your white lips and I mean, your white lips are cool in your mind. Where do you put your white lips? Are they like one of your top main species or are they just kind of cool? No. there? exactly. You know, No, no. for, they're...
1: for me, I'd yeah. die if I ever produced them. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I would be super, you know, give myself a pat on the back type of deal if i (laughs) you know produce them i'd spike
0: her i'd spike the female like a football okay i'm just telling you that's how i would react
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i think i would probably i don't know it's just like you said there's certain species that you're just you're into and there's other ones I, i think i would be just as excited to produce probably even more to produce diamond python you know, mm. like to to yeah. say like, oh, shit, you know, like a lot of people well, think these are difficult and I just produced them, you know, well, really they're well, not, you know, they're just they're...
0: different. And also, you know, you do have a fantastic freaking reduced pattern project. So, um, you better get on
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait do you see this mail, dude. Holy I, shit. <laughs> dude. So goddamn pretty. <laughs> yeah and it's, you know, being an adult, it's very, very impressive animal for sure. You know? That's um, awesome. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, you know, there's just things that I think about and like, uh, I think that, that, that there's taking a trip to go see whatever animal that you dig in the wild is just, I think it gives you a different perspective of, uh, of of those animals, you know, I mean. Well,
0: I I would agree with that. But then also, I mean, are we, I don't know about you, but I'm enough of an animal guy that I'd kind of dig doing what Zach's done and like going to Africa and seeing their, you know, fauna, even if it, it had nothing to do with Australia stuff. It's like even just going on some of these trips oh, hell yeah. is yeah, badass. Man. I mean, I don't give a crap where we're going. You can drop me off on Madagascar. I'll find something cool. Like, you know, well, it's. Fine. i
1: think i think yeah i think that the thing i think for you know especially you know guys like you and me like it's not only reptiles that we geek out about you know yeah. Just animals in general not even you know you can even the even just the environment like there's something about to me that's just like adventure you know what i, yeah, mean? I mean like <laughs> you're going on a i don't know if it's the uh, my inner indiana jones or whatever but uh <laughs> You know, it's just like,
0: all right, Um, I demand that you wear a fedora and Rob follows you around wearing a Met hat, screaming, Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. <laughs> that's all I want in this world. And I think you need to make it happen. <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. That's um, all I want. <laughs> so, but yeah. no, I I agree with you. But also, like, I, I don't know about you, but if I got to go see elephants in the wild, I'd be pretty much enamored with them. So it doesn't necessarily even need to be reptile it just has to be something and it's it's really cool no he is not it no doesn't exist it does not on madagascar it's not a thing god damn it god i hate you <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you people
1: yeah <sighs> but uh yeah i mean I, then there's the ultimate spot to go to would be, you know, like Papua New Guinea, Indonesia. Yeah. You know, Matt, Matt's yeah. talking about Borneo, you know, places like that. Dude, imagine seeing an orangutan in in, that, in the dude, wild. You know what I'm saying? Go to,
0: like something. go to Komodo, see the fucking dragons walking around. I mean,
1: that'd be killer. I'd yeah, be terrified. I guess it, <laughs> you know, and I, I think... I, yeah, I know, right? I think that's the sort of the... You know, as much as people would probably that, you know, are into animal rights and stuff may complain that we keep snakes in in boxes and whatnot and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I think it just gives you it goes back to that Steve Irwin type of thinking that, you know, if you love an animal you get you you become attached to an animal then hopefully you would love to keep the environment that that animal lives in so that it can continue to live um so it's going to make you focus on making sure that you take care of the environment and
0: conservation
1: and all that kind of stuff
0: well one of steve's messages that always kind of stuck with me is that if you want people to give a crap about an animal you need to show it to them you know, I can show you pictures and I can tell you everything like a million times, but if I show you the living, breathing animal and tell you what's going on with it, then people start to actually pay attention and care. And I don't know if you've seen, uh, the new animal planet show with his kids yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it was, I, i'm so happy <laughs> it's, like, it's all i wanted <laughs> so it's like, yeah right i'm like just show me the gate show me the crocodiles. Car yay it's like that's that's it you know and it's all that kind of stuff where you know these things problems that are obviously still happening and obviously going to these places is going to make you care about a little bit more because let's say you and rob go to australia you see all this cool stuff you see all this fun things and then later like two years from now you find out that a lot of the areas you went to go visit and you had a really great time in are under threat of like deforestation or crap like that. You are going to care a
1: little bit more than you would have if you had never gone. Yeah. Because you want that, that to be there for your, exactly for, you know, for your kids and your kids, kids and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And keep that going and, um, preserve that for, you know, the next generation. Um, yeah, I think, I think something that's super, I'm I'm hoping that in some way I kind of see this because the one, and I don't know. So we're going around the time where there's not going to be, um, you know, a full moon or anything like that. So are we going to be able to see? Can't track the moon (laughs) cycles. You
0: You definitely have to
1: track the moon cycles, man. You don't go halfway around the world and uh, (laughs) make sure that the, uh, that you have every opportunity to see animals. So if it means tracking the moon cycles, frigate, I'm tracking the moon cycles. anyway. All right. Anyway. Uh, and I'll take my shots on the show. Fine. So be it. Uh, but I think that, uh, the whole idea of seeing that I just there's this shot, and we talked about it when Justin was on the show of like seeing the freaking Milky Way in the sky. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be Australia that you go to see that, but anywhere where there's like you know very low light pollution, you're gonna look up in that sky and you're gonna be like, wow, we're just spinning through space. Like, <laughs> I think the saying I am is, a, look, I am I'm just smart a monkey, monkey on, a on a rock <laughs> <laughs> spinning through the space. And it's just I'm like changes your, your whole on a rock. <laughs> you know. Joe Rogan was talking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I think I think my whole perspective will be changed in that uh, in that instant of what life is all about." But, but yeah, I don't think that you. Uh, I'm curious. I'm really excited to hear about uh, Zach's trip and 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 what he. Yeah, we're going to we're we found drag.
0: From, We're gonna have to drag his ass onto this show, and he's gonna have to tell us all the cool shit that he found. Because you know, number one, it's been a while since we dragged Mister Baez onto uh, NPR, and yeah, yeah, I think he needs to tell us about his uh, jet-setting adventures. So, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, I don't know. That's we're kind of all over the place. We're going. We are. We do another (laughs) bite. But I think it all ties together, you know. Does so it? Because yeah. I'm lost. <laughs> so well, we were talking about breeding and like kind of like do you back off because of what you well, have going on, and you know. And 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 I and I will go
0: we'll backtrack just one more time. We were talking about how like animal rights people might be a little upset because we breed snakes. I Stop. kind of think about it with my way is that if I can establish a captive breeding population of something, maybe we'll start leaving it alone in the wild. Like that's kind of comes with a lot of the stuff that I have going on here. Um, especially with the Calibre stuff, you know, if there's more of these captive breeding projects, maybe we don't need to go through the jungle and grab every single freaking one. Maybe we'll leave them alone and they can just sit there. So I, I would like that. And that's why I kind of, kind of deem it as that it, some of these things are for fun. Some of these things are for me, but other ones, if I can just help establish something that would, help the wild ones stay in the wild cool so that's yeah. my inkling that's what keep that's what lets me sleep at night
1: yeah i would agree i mm. uh i would agree um so our good friend uh who i don't know if i'll see when i go we to australia we have scott no Eiper. friends uh oh, yeah, yeah it's okay. true, true story <laughs> so scott has a very cool book that well he has he has a couple books out now uh one is uh about frogs and the other one is about um deadly animals and then the other one that i'm excited about is australian snakes i cannot wait for that to come out um you know one of the ones one of the the things that i think is cool and this is outside of uh you know pythons is um the tree snakes that are mm. in Australia. Like, yeah. I know in Guam, the brown tree snake is looked upon as an evil, evil, evil snake. Well, but, it's uh, invasive,
0: so we're allowed to. So, right. you know,
1: yeah. But you put it in its environment, and wow, man, some of those, some of those, uh, I don't even know what, is that, is that Boyega? Is that what's uh, probably um, messing that probably, up? But
0: probably, probably not. I don't know what it is, but dude, there have been, pictures circulating the last couple of weeks of these tree vipers. right? Uh, like blue with like water speckles on it and then the hairy bush vipers and all this other stuff. I don't know why, but you know, a, a good tree viper with those big freaking heads, kind of like a um, oh my freaking God, I just totally blanked on the name of the damn thing. <sighs> Bushmaster. Like those okay. big viper like heads are always been appealing to me. And always really right. kind of cool, and but I would never touch it or own it. But the same thing goes with those kind of trees, tree snakes and stuff like that. They can be really badass looking. So, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, can you?
0: And again, uh, there we go. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is Borrega. There like, you go. I, I regular know, like, Laris. Okay. Don't even try that. It's,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just totally butchered that. I shouldn't even went there, but I tried. I don't know but, why uh, you did. So But yeah. Um but very cool. Um what else what else did I see floating around that Australia has that's down there? I know um uh, Sean Carroll, he uh he had some pretty cool black darwin's pot where i should say dark darwin's pop out of his uh dark het to het pairing i don't know if you saw that but
0: i did not uh, but are we talking like almost poison ivy like dark dark because if that's true that means that we're starting to see it in other you know other subspecies of morelia well
1: i think uh there's a couple melanistic projects in um in Australia, Australia that have to what do with
0: that, Darwin's. What was that princess, whatever the hell? Jesus Christ, they're dark.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, See, that... that... It's...
0: But babies, you can't really tell. Because, I mean, like, I've hatched dark babies that shed once or twice, and then all of a sudden the pattern and the color explodes. So, you know, show me yearlings. Show me two-year-olds, three-year-olds. then Then we can start talking about what the hell we're looking at.
1: Well, sure. I I mean, I'm not saying that he said that they were. No, I'm not saying that anything. either. I'm just saying,
0: I'm saying,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, saying that, awesome. if, that but if I bred poison ivy babies together and that came out, I would be like, Oh yeah. I'm Something, you, you know what, exactly? what I mean? Like,
0: you uh, know, and that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, it's awesome. They're great looking animals and I'm excited to see how they progress. And, and I really want to see it. You know, I, it's just, I wouldn't start jumping to any conclusions until we get a little bit further. But, yeah, no, they well, it looking.
1: is. It is a little, cool, you know, convenient that it's shown up in multiple poplin carpet pythons all over the place. You've seen it, and uh, you've seen it in Darwin's. They're not too yeah. far away from each other, and <laughs> no, I don't know
0: we saw it in spray painted jungles in, um, yeah, what was that? Ukraine. Yeah. I mean that yeah. we saw
1: that, but it's, it, it it's not, but that I know what you're saying. League. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't like, you know, you don't, you don't Dude. count your chickens until the eggs are hatched.
0: Yeah. And this all just harkens back to, you know, people used to just come out and every weird looking carpet they had, somebody try to slap a name on it before you even tried <sighs> or got any further. It's, Just got – and that's all I would say. It would just be do your due diligence and see what's up. And, again, I would be just as excited. But um, I guess we'll just see how how they turn out.
1: Yeah. And then uh, one other thing I saw, and this was – I think the guy's name was Joel Robinson. Uh, He hatched out. Well, he didn't hatch it out, but he has this amazing coastal carpet python. You have my attention. Uh, yes. So, All right. I mean, we can switch from one thing to the other where we're oh. looking at this crazy... We're looking at this crazy... I know, right? What the hell? But see, I love that just as much as I love that... I inland, uh ...inland Darwin albino thing. I mean, that thing is just insane.
0: That's... Dude, that's like... That just screams red influence to me. I mean... Where's this guy located? Australia. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, good shit's in Australia. So now I don't. I have no but, idea. I'm not going to make any conjectures of what the hell I'm looking at. But that's, that's gorgeous.
1: similar. That's a similar type of look to those. Um, you know, Jason origin, Jason Balin originally produced them, but it's like my coastal carpet. That ACO is uh, yeah. very similar to that look and that's sort of like what i envision uh what will happen when i'm gonna
0: do you remember tuna
1: yes bumblebee tuna yeah
0: bumblebee (laughs) that some reason that just reminded me of tuna and tuna
1: too so i don't know why (laughs) yes it does yeah i'm with you
0: I just remembered the bubble bee tuna.
1: Yes, <laughs> tuna, bubble tuna too. I'll never forget when we our, had Will Bird on the show, suck. and he's like, he's like, what kind of name is? He was. We were talking about do you name your snakes, and he's like, "What kind of name is bumblebee tuna? Like, who the hell <laughs> thought that was a good name?" And then he went and he's like, "Madam Blueberry, what kind of stupid name is that?" And I was like, "How dare you?" Whoa, whoa, good sir! Sure. <laughs> I
0: was How with you. How dare you,
1: you Wilbur? You shut your
0: mouth, Wilbur! I mean, right. that's just the funny part of it is that how much of this crap are we still remembering. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, it's still relevant. I mean, Madam Blueberry, we just keep, we just shorten it because we're embarrassed by saying it out loud. Know? Wow. Yeah. We just shorten it to MBB. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can I, can I keep saying, uh, Madam Blueberry? Like everybody's like, of what? course you what can. Are you, what, what, are, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like, you know, uh, Madam Blueberry. Like, oh, but. <laughs> yeah that look is pretty sharp man, and it kind of yeah, reminds dude. me of uh I, I wonder if it's maybe the same line or whatever, but the k brothers were working with uh something similar um before they they sold everything um, right but you know, oh here's a picture uh of... what
0: what were you saying that you' thinking that this is gonna be like what
1: turns out from a reading pair of say what Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, yeah. Balin's... Well, I was trying to find a picture of uh, Akko, but... Um, Echo. It, re- it reminds me of uh, his... Uh, he called him Tiger Jag Sib to Tiger Jag Sib parent. Um, <laughs> because because <laughs> when he produced them, that was a thing. That was the you term. <laughs> that was the thing. The whole Sib thing was oh, actually...
0: God. Do you remember? We had, I had a discussion with... Julie once about how uh, and how these things are different than normal coastal because they look different and the patterns are different and there has to be something else going on in there and I said yeah maybe so like you know that's that was that was the thinking back then is that you sold you sold your jags and then you sold everything else as a sib and if you wanted pure coastal you bred coastal to coastal because you couldn't call your sibs coastals I I don't know it was
1: Crazy times. It was kind of crazy, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> we were, you know, Wild West know. of carpets. <laughs> well, yeah, you kind of wanted to show that this was something different, but at the same time, you're like, oh, it, well, you know, it
0: wasn't. Yeah.
1: Is it really I mean, it different? Was, <laughs> well, and this thing is like, it was prettier, but
0: that's just how much of that is because of the parents. And maybe the pattern was a little less busy, but. Again, it's like now, how many things out there that you think are being sold as pure coastal now, at one point in their lives, were sold as Jack Sibs? Oh, probably a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, babies, like, I, let's say I sold babies as jag Sibs, which I did. And let's say that they were... Uh, shame on you.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was young
0: and foolish anyway you're gonna gonna have to
1: walk around the city with the bell shame shame shame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) no one wants to see that anyway but um the the, somebody grows it up somebody breeds it and then somebody sells it and they just say it's coastal like all this stuff that at one point was used to show how different animal was could eventually have been dropped i mean i bought Red hypo jaguars.
1: I mean, come
0: on, <laughs> sucker! <laughs> I bought. But yeah, I, I know bought, what you're saying. I even bought ornate. Ja- I bought ornate jaguars. Ornate jaguars. Did you? It was a. Yeah, it was a jag with more pattern on it. Somehow, because you threw the word ornate in it, you got people to buy your heavily patterned jag.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm that idiot, so you know. Sucker. How it out,
1: you right. fool.
0: So it's just that's the way it goes. I mean, and everybody puts a curve on it.
1: It's whatever. So, well, it's, it, you know, I, I often go through this with the whole, um, you know, uh, the idea of, Oh, there she is. Uh, the whole idea <laughs> of, um, whether or not I should call it the citrus tiger or whatever. And I, I'm kind of <laughs> like, I get why people, you know, would think it, it The problem is is that when you have have new people coming in, it makes it very confusing because people are automatically going to think that citrus is a gene or morph or whatever, and it's not. But at the same time, I want to designate this as this line or this, you know, whatever, you know, so it's something different than, you know, like the bail and line Tiger or something like that, you know. I would say Um, yours. That's the only way I know how to do it.
0: The citrus is different, and I would say different because we don't know or we assume that somewhere in that line there could be jungle blood influence, so it's good to tag it as a line that you know, as far as we know, potentially is a mixed blood line. So citrus tigers, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're great colors. Yeah, they're awesome. And you can totally build a project. I am. I'm building a project around citrus tigers because I'm a sucker for tigers. But I am not going to put the citrus tigers with my coastal tigers because, no, it's just not going to happen. So that's just how it goes. So it's good to have that as the I know that citrus tiger is a not pure line. So every time I see citrus tiger, I know. Not pure lying. Done. If that's not what you're looking for, go somewhere else. Right.
1: Yeah. So you you see how she's very similar in my in my opinion. hmm Yes. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of like how I envision that project going. You know, I think there's more yellow in in mine, but uh, my girl. I I wouldn't say Uh, that. But all the the same. The
0: tuna stuff looked almost like, I'm pretty sure tuna hatched animals that kind of looked like that. So, but I don't remember. That was, that was long ago. I have offspring from Uh, tuna. Of of course you do. You're the goddamn Morelli encyclopedia in your collection. You know? Bumblebee Tuna play game?
1: and Tuna 2.
0: Tuna I mean, 2 oh produced by Gamma
1: Jacks from last year. Oh, my She's God. a female. <laughs> yeah.
0: But say, if, we, if, we start throwing out, if I start throwing out like famous carbon pythons, you're going to have to say yes or no if you have
1: <laughs> animals from <laughs> Drinking game. <laughs> drinking, drinking game. Drinking game. <laughs> if you don't have it, you take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, I'll be dead.
0: But, you know. <laughs> You'll right. be like, I'm sober. Owen's dead. It's like, you Bro. know.
1: God. So I'm going to throw up a picture in the chat real quick of the uh, – so I got this M-Pen Sylvester female. Oh, email. him. Oh, her. Never mind. <laughs> go with um, Go with my uh, M-Pen male. Your coastal? Yeah,
0: my M-Pen male. Yeah, I've seen these animals because you know I've been, like, screaming at you yeah. for – Years and I still am, you know, just so clean, so pretty. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's classic coastal, dude. Like that's yeah, it's beautiful. I know it's gorgeous. So it's and that's just me, like you know, I I know I'm a coastal nut job, so and, and that's just my deal. But I can appreciate a wild type coastal. I mean, I have um what's really cool is downstairs I have uh, my Lemke line female that I produced uh-huh. um, breeding with my tiger jag that I produced. Cool.
1: So a cool
0: well, it's, it's fun because I produced her and then I produced the tiger jags father and then produced him. So it's like, I got a grandkid, to a kid, and it's like it's it's really cool. So, and he is insanely clean for a tiger jaguar, and she is a gorgeous representation of a coastal. So I can't wait to see, and it's just going to be classic tiger jag stuff. Like it's we're not there's no caramel, there's no zebra, there's not. It's going to have classic coastals and classic tiger jag stuff. So right, I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, those projects are cool, man. I mean, you know, I think
0: uh, those are those are for me. Everybody else can. I don't care what they like. They, they may they may get some. Those are for me. Yeah, I mean, I right. We've talked about my love of Tiger Jags on the show numerous
1: times, so. Yeah. And you know, that, that's another example I'm talking about. It even works with morphs. I mean, remember how like everybody was excited about the tiger jag back in the day and they're like trying to refine the tiger jag and you'd have, there were some people that at some point they were really getting close to having no pattern on that thing at all. Well, you know, that was, well, you got to think about it. The first tiger jags
0: only came up because Jason sent his tigers to Will Leary because Jason had the Tigers and Will had the Jags. So it was they had to work together because right. that just happened to be at work. And I remember the first Tiger Jag they produced, they bred back to another Tiger. And that's what they got. They called it a super Tiger Jaguar. And he had very little pattern on his body. Um, right. And I want to say that they bred him to either another Jag, which ended horribly, and then I think another tiger to see if they could reduce it even further and i'm not sure what those babies ever turned out to look like because i want to say that shortly after will sold his collection and got out of it so i'm not sure what the hell happened or even where that animal ended
1: up i even think uh what's his name uh carrie had really some really killer yeah really reduced you know, uh, you can, tiger you really can. It's, it's not that
0: hard. I mean, the, the jag really wants to just reduce it. And if you keep taking the more, the cleaner and more reduced animals and crossing them to either t- tigers or other clean reduced coastals, it, it does not take long to kill a ton of pattern. I mean, I did it in two generations, generations. I got to where I'm at. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah
1: very very cool for sure um but so i was going to ask cuz mm. did we talk about your reptile show that you just went to uh
0: in oaks
1: oaks did we talk about that on the last show i yeah. can not remember oh we did yeah okay. we talked about
0: it yeah cuz remember i put the sticker on joe and i told them that you know there was uh uh, 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 all that other fun stuff. And then uh, I'm trying to, I'm doing the February show and they're going to set up next to me. So yeah, we, we talked about it, but I oh, want okay. to talk about it some more.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I, I was just curious. All right. Do you want to talk about it some more? I don't know. Do talk, we want to talk about it some more? We can I talk about whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Pick a
0: topic. Right. So it's the, uh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's one of those things. I'm gonna send. There's my. I'm gonna send a picture of my tiger jaguar in the chat. He's so pretty. <laughs> but, yeah, I love yeah, that. A, anyway, um, nice but you know, it's like that's those are the projects. It's like you got to have some fun stuff. I mean, let me put it this way: I'm produ- I'm breeding. I think I have more projects of stuff that I've never bred before than I do carpet python going this year. Really, like yeah. Um,
1: I well, know you have I the have, walnuts.
0: Yep. And I have the white lips, the olives, the waters. Um, i well, we going white lips, <laughs> waters, olives. That's four right there. And that's just with the Python. Then I have the, pine snakes, uh, the Vietnamese blue beauties. I have, uh, the two types of hog that I'm breeding. Um, so that's eight. And I have the black copper rat snake. So that's nine. So, yeah, I say it's pretty close to even. Maybe there's huh. probably more carpet pythons. I mean, more, more Morelia, let's say. But, yeah. And it's just, and, and that's something that you kind of got to think through and kind of got to redo because certain things need different stuff than some of those guys. You know, uh, I can get a carpet to breed by dropping the temps, but maybe I have to do something a little bit different with some of the other guys. Like apparently the hognose might need a monsoon season or a wet season. So when I warm them up, I'm going to have to like dump a bunch of water in their cage or something like that. So we'll see. You know, Mm. that's cool. Yeah. Those I'm going to be excited for.
1: For sure. Did you see that video? Speaking of water pythons, did you see that video I posted up on our Facebook page? Uh, the, um, Water python eating a look like a monitor underwater.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> well, No, but I believe it. They're horrible creatures. So, see, I mean, dude, I, I, I want to breed the water pythons, and on the other side, I don't want to breed the water pythons because she's just evil. So, and <laughs> just insanely evil. And then I, here's the thing, they're together right now. So I pulled them out for cleaning, and I pulled her out, and I put her into a bin. And then I went in to deal with him, and the male bit me on, like, the inside of the elbow. And I'm like, really, dude? Like, really? She was supposed to be the freaking problem. You've always been chill. Like, really? So it's right in there, too, where I think they're really cool, really underrated little species. But they're so, such jerks.
1: So <laughs> no. See, mine are chill, I don't know. Well, no, I wonder it's, if it's a difference in uh, the type. Like, mine's are Queensland.
0: It's, I heard that Queensland are a little bit more settled, and mine are, mine are New Guinea, right? Or wherever the hell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mine, I are so. <laughs> mine are not them. Mine are not, whatever they are, mine are not Queensland. So, it's yeah. like, that's, that's the, the difference. The op right. They're different. So, it it is what it is. I mean, like, you know, it, it would it just kind of got to deal with certain things. And I know that I know that my animals right now, they're hungry. They, they, the drop hasn't happened enough to kind of shut them off, so they're all kind of pissed off. So you kind of got to deal with that kind of stuff, and you have to plan ahead a little bit. I mean, I've already started messing with my olive pythons by uh, putting my uh, second male in, like, a bin with a bunch of holes drilled in it inside the olive cage. It's kind of like in a shark cage. <laughs> He's, like, in there <laughs> protected. From the other okay. male, and he's and he's just ripping around the cage, like around this tub, and then after a while, I pull him out, but I haven't got any locks from the olive pythons. Um, So, my white lips, they're kind of dealing with each other. The female bit the male the other day, so I think they need to be cooler. So, you just got to work it out.
1: Wait, the female bit your male?
0: Yeah, like right on the head, like full force, bit him, wrapped him. I had to separate them and Then they went back to their opposing corner. Yeah. She's a bitch, but it's like, that's, that's what happens though. Because if the two of them are hungry, any movement in that cage gets, gets bit. So after a certain amount of time or after the guess they hit a certain temperature, they chill and they start relaxing and they don't start biting and they just kind of want to sit with each other. And that's kind of where I'm trying to get at. Um, He's fine, but it's something you got to... These, these guys aren't as easy as carpet pythons to pair up.
1: Oh, that just makes me crazy nervous.
0: <laughs> it, it's insanely nervous. Are you kidding? Uh, dude, this is... All this shit is happening before next year. Next year, I get to put my roughies together. And if you think I'm not going to be a nervous wreck when that happens...
1: Yeah. Uh. yeah but are they known for they're not known for being no no right no but they're not territorial at all or anything
0: not at all but you know i'm I'm just (laughs) please don't hurt each other please let each other get warm don't don't hog the heat (laughs) please don't let anybody don't let anything bad happen
1: you know that's all i'm going to be worried about so yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, am with you. That's, there was a, there's an, there's a poplin carpet that I was going to breed this year. And I, I was kind of like, you know, as I'm going through, I'm kind of looking at everybody cause you know, that's what I, I really assess them when I'm going to put them together. Right. So, right. I'm doing one final clean and um, one final clean. And then uh, I put a, uh, I start looking at you know who's going to go to who, look at what I thought was going to go with what, and then I start actually putting you know animals together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the the one female, like I said, is the same with the zebra had albino. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And this snake is too important to me to to like try to push out babies, right? Um, and not wait another year. Like what's another year? You know, but then, no, yeah, you no. know, at the same time, you sort of get nervous. You're like, mm, do I, what happens if something happens in that year? God forbid, you know? Yeah. So, dude, I it, know.
0: We, we, we all run the risk. I mean, and what we've, we said numerous times, breeding is probably one of the most dangerous things you can do to your animals where a lot of stuff can go wrong and, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff you have, you have to be prepared for this kind of stuff. And if you're, if you're not ready, then don't do it. I mean, and that's just kind of be how you have to figure it. If if you're too afraid of what could happen, then err on the side of caution and don't do it. Um and and I mean like dude, this year I have a caramel head hexanic I got from Nick that is ready to roll. She's she's big enough, she's ready to go. I want her to go to my Xanic Jaguar for the obvious reasons of that. (laughs) So but the Xanic Jaguar lost his head. He didn't want anything to do with her. So, luckily, I have the two backup mails. So, I will ask you, when do you consider this mail is completely useless, it's time to go to the backup?
1: Ew. Um for me, that kind of depends <laughs> on, uh, like, how bad do I want to do the pairing and... I don't know. I kind of that's kind of what I would assess at this point. I would kind of look at it. And if I didn't see any action, Mm -hmm. the problem I have with that. Is that you don't know if they locked and you just missed it and then you go and put another animal in there. How can you say that that one was the sire? Now, with some things, it probably doesn't matter. But, you know. Like, for instance, well, if you're breeding your your, your your olive pythons, it's not going to yes, make a difference if you I have don't care. one male or the other. It's more than you likely they came they from the olives. same parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're olives. <laughs> they're
0: olives. They're all going to be green little olive babies. If I breed them and, like, one comes out jet black, we're going to have a fucking problem because <laughs> I'm not going to know who did it. I'm going to be like, right. shit. <laughs> so it's just – you're, you're, I get that. But let's say in my situation with the head Xenic, in the Exanic Jag. He lost his mind. He didn't want to be in there. He was flipping out, so I pulled him. So let's say a couple weeks go by. They both cool down a little bit more, and I try again, and he's able to kind of just sit there. He's able to kind of just hang with her. Right. Don't see any action. Don't see any action. Don't see any action. So I pull him and put the Exanic Mill in, because I want caramel Exanics. That's the whole point of this pairing. So, I would love caramel, caramel exanic jaguars, but I will settle for caramel exanics. So, I put the exanic mill in and I see locks. Do that. Eggs happen, babies hatch. There's a jag.
1: (laughs) You're screwed. Then what (laughs) exactly? Yeah, you're like, uh, and let's hmm.
0: not, let's not even, let's not even say it's a caramel exanic jag, let's just say it's like. The normal. It's like or like it's it's like there's just a jag, like a caramel jag or something. It's clearly a Jaguar. Right. What the hell do you do? Do you assign the entire clutch to the Jag male because clearly he
1: must have done something? I would simply say that what I did. I would just be you know, forthcoming with what I did. Like, look, yeah. you know, this could be this sire or this sire, I'm not really sure. I think in They're one of mixed lineages for the inlands. That's yeah. something that happened. You weren't 100% which male sired the clutch. I remember seeing that on uh, one right. of his his lineage things, and it wasn't him that did it. It was you know generations before that, but right. somebody actually did you know put. It was a could be either one of these males. wasn't sure which one sired
0: Yeah, well, except for the, the jag, the- I know I know who did that.
1: <laughs> so, well, yeah, 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 but you know was it the whole clutch, was it half the clutch? Was it just the Jag? Was it a you baby? Know? I don't know. Yeah. Well But uh, I guess uh, you, you're right. If you sell that Jag, you're gonna know,
0: well, this is from the yeah. Jag
1: dad. <laughs>
0: but 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 back to my question. When do you decide the boy you wanna you wanna like and here's the thing. That this this pair, this Caramel Exanic pair, is something I wanna get the Caramel exanics. To the point where it doesn't matter which boy does it, just somebody does it. So, I mean, when do you finally decide that you're going to just cut this male out? This is not a ride or die, this pair, these two animals together. Or nothing. It is a, one of you's got to do it. When do you decide the boy that this boy is no good?
1: Altogether or just for that season? Just for that season. Like um, he needs
0: it a year. He needs another year. He's clearly too young. He's or he's not doing it. He's not into it this year.
1: So if when do I you were, to swap it? I, I would probably for us in this situation, you know, mm. uh, starting to pair up in the end of November, beginning of December. I would probably say if I'm not seeing any action by say early January to mid January, that's when I would I would pull.
0: I would agree because. Then, regardless, you can still save uh getting the clutch. it'll just be a later coastal clutch.
1: See, I guess I have a hard time answering this because I'm so specific with my pairings that if that <laughs> male doesn't go with that female, then I don't do the pairing
0: right i know I know understand but see for for me, I'd love to get uh exanic Jags, but i will I will settle for the non-jag just to get it. So, you know, just because I want to produce them and I want to start moving that project along. So,
1: yeah, this year for me, like uh, an example would be uh, I'm really trying to produce some really stellar red coastal carpets. Right. Like that's a lot of my focus. So I have two different pairings. I could do three, but I'm going to stick to two. Um, where I'm doing a red, non-jag, same parents as, as uh, Molly Ringwald, but different yet. Right. Um, okay. I actually bought that animal at ICAS, and, um, <laughs> believe it or not, I Hello, saw uh, I Jason <laughs> had it, and I was like, wow, that's a really sharp-looking red. Uh, you know, I'm like, well, I yeah. got a red jag, but I don't know if I need that. And then, uh, so that's going to my Balin Tiger Jag. Okay. So hopefully I would produce some red Tigers, some red Jags and some red Tiger Jags. Um, and then uh, the other one would be obviously V and Molly Ringwald, which again, just trying to really make, you know, um, really nice Tiger Jags. And to be mm-hmm. honest, I, at one point I was just going to put, I wasn't going to put V in that mix at all the red jag, because I really wanted to focus on the tiger side of things, you know? Right. So I'm like, do I really want to be, you know, make jags and be worrying about jags. And then, you know, I go back and I look at early pictures of V and I'm like, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, I do. I,
0: those, Yes. Those are things I wish to do. Yeah. But all right. So let's say you, you're, you said you can do three, but you're only going to do, Two, what if one of the project the male clearly is not into it? Do you audible and try to get try to save the second pair? So let's say the non-Jag pair, because do you have another red male beside from the red male that you were going to use in this pair?
1: No, I just have a red okay. Jag and a
0: red male. All right, let's say you did. Let's say you have two red males, one run Jag, red Jag. So your red male isn't cutting it. When do you put in the other red male? I mean, or do you do it or do you just decide that that pair is not going this year?
1: I would decide that that pair is not going this year. Mm. More than likely that would be my call. And the reason is because like I said, I'm very specific on the pairings and like, This animal goes with this animal. And that's why a lot of times for me, like I'm sure people that are on the outside looking in probably saying like, what the hell is he doing man he's got you know i've talked to many carpet python breeders and they're like you got all these carpet pythons and yet you're not breeding that you're not breeding that i'm like because they didn't go yeah well what do you mean put it to something else i'm like no no it's Mm, very specific (laughs) pairing and maybe i'm dumb
0: (laughs) No, no, no. You it's just your no. You're specific, and you know what you want to do, and that's what you want to do, and that's your project for the year. And if it doesn't right. go, it doesn't go. And to be honest with you, that's kind of how I picture a lot of my stuff too, when it comes to the non-morph carpets. Like you know, like I, I'm doing that tiger jag pairing with the coastal female. If it doesn't go, I'm not going to throw another male in with her, because that's all I wanted you two to do this year was that. You know, right. and that's whatever. So, and I'm not going to go to pieces if it doesn't work. Same thing with a lot of my tiger projects where it's like, oh no, I didn't produce tiger this year. Eh, whatever. Sucks, but I'll deal. You know, it right. just kind of, that's how it goes. But with certain caramel pairings, it's like, all right, you're going to breed this female. If you don't, I have this male at the ready. Like, he's going to jump in and take your place if you don't do it. And it's funny because the exanic Jaguar that I have is the son of one of your exanic Jaguars. And then the two exanic males that I have are actually brothers. So it's like, I'm not even going too crazy out there on a limb if I have to substitute. So it just,
1: it's weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, it's like one of those things. Do you, you know, I guess it really just depends on how specific you are with your parents. Like if you're not if, really worried about yeah. it, then hey, you just oh, listen, want to produce a coastal. Then you just, if you know. you're totally
0: in love with a pairing, I would say ride or die. If the male doesn't cut it, try again next year. But if this is something that you can be okay with the other male doing it, then, you know, why not? If you're, why not try it? So,
1: yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes, too, like I may be shortchanging myself and you like you're putting this pairing together and then you, sometimes you get inside your own box and sometimes you don't yeah. look outside the box and like somebody else may say, well, why wouldn't you put that with that? You might get something cool from that. I, you know what I yeah, mean? And I, you put like a pairing that you wouldn't think of, you put them together and you get some crazy results, you know? Well, yeah, I've had that where you've come over and been
0: like, "Why aren't you putting that one with that one?" I'm like, "Holy shit!"
1: It's like that's just something <laughs> you don't think
0: about because right. it's basically you can't you can't see the forest through the like through the trees because you're you have in your head this male will go with this female and that is right. how it will be and then somebody like you comes over and be like, "I'd put this one with this one." And you're like, "I had actually never thought of that." So sometimes it's good to have the outside influence. I mean. You know, I was banging my head against the wall when you kept trying to cross that exanic with the albino and like, please, please breed it with something else coastal. <laughs> like, that's all I want you to do. It's like, yeah, right. and that's, that's just how it goes. And Like what next year I have, um, I, next year I have, uh, my Russian red tigers going. And okay. those two animals, like that male is ready to roll and he's gorgeous, but, I don't want to breed him with anything else than the Russian Red female, because that's their purpose. They're they're to be bred together. <laughs> like, and that's I'm not about to be one of those guys that takes a Russian Red and crosses it with a Balin Tiger, because then I think you you're doing
1: you, you're depleting both of them. I'd rather I'd rather see it separate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's like one of those things. I remember in the early days of MP, I made this post and, and, you know, it was the typical, you know, pure against cross type of thing and back and forth and whatever. And, you know, I'm like the guy that sort of appreciates it all. But like, to me, like, if you have a locality carpet python, Mm -hmm. why would you want to? I mean, I get it if you want to like outcross. It's perfect for right. outcrossing projects. It is. You know, because it's unrelated to this and it's unrelated to that. So it's like a different bloodline. So in that part, it's good. But that being said, like if you have Rockhampton Coastals, why would you mm-hmm. just take a Rockhampton? Like I have a Rockhampton male because my my female actually died, which is weird. No. But yeah, she kind of just stopped eating and. Uh, Believe it or not, she had yeah. um she had tumors, which was, which was strange. But yeah, oh, yeah. It seems I, to be I, somewhat.
0: Yeah, my M, my MBB jag uh, had a bunch of tumors, and I took her to the vet, and they had to put her down. So I mean, like it, yeah, cancer cancer Same happens. Yeah, yeah, I mean you know.
1: So it's like, okay, so I have this Rockhampton male. So, which Rockhampton's, I think the coolest thing about them is their head patterns. They have the wildest Mm -hmm. head patterns, you know. And uh, (laughs) you have this crazy carpet that's somewhere between a coastal and a uh, jungle. And you're like, is it a coastal? Is it a jungle? You know, same thing (laughs) with Port Douglas and stuff like that. You're like, I can kind of see how it could pass as a jungle, but right has coastal colors and you're like hmm this is very interesting Um, right but to just put that with nonchalantly with you know no what what kind of what kind of results (laughs) are you gonna get like are you gonna get really cool results? maybe if it's a cool animal you might get cool results you know Um, well i mean that that's that we've had that basis argument for a
0: bunch of other stuff which is like if I bred my rough scale to my coastal, if they all came out with bumpy scales and cool head shields, everybody would do it. If it comes out as a brown, ugly animal, no one will do it ever again. So, right? yeah, who's to say that if you bred the, you know, Rockhampton to another coastal, you wouldn't get crazy, crazy shit. And it might be worth doing, but part of me is like, it's a Rockhampton, just go get another Rockhampton. Like, you know, just just do it that way. Right. But yeah, it is a male. Yeah, it's a, so get a female Rockhampton, breed it, and then
1: next year do whatever the hell you want with it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those things like, yeah, I would definitely, you know, breed it to something else. But, it's, you know, it's like you said earlier, the whole Poison Ivy thing. Do you uh, just, you know, breed it to breed it? Do you breed it to make, you know, a crazy combo morph? Or do you f- try to preserve it and breed it pure and then switch – to uh to something else. You know, then well, take I'm, it in another direction.
0: Well, I mean you can do all these things,
1: especially with a male, because it can
0: go to multiple females in a season. So let's say one season, you breed it to a Rockhampton and then whatever. I mean, you can get you can do all the stuff you want to do. I mean you don't have to limit yourself is what I'm saying. So have at it. Right. But yeah. I would I would make sure that you have the pure line as well it, it, it would it wouldn't it wouldn't well, let's go back to you know when we see all the people who were like i bred a maclots with a carpet python and it's like well okay um but are you breeding that maclots with other maclots no i don't have any why then what are you doing it's like if you were to say i took my maclots mail and bred it to a carpet python. all right i also bred it to two other maclots pythons okay so there are pure maclots and then there's what the hell have you done so like and that's fine but if you don't Try to do some pure or try to keep some thing out there for other people I think you're doing yourself and the herpticulture a little bit of a disservice because who's to say in the next couple of years it's not going to be hard to get pure Maclots pythons or something like that, and you spent all your time crossing it with whatever else other than a maclots python so eh.
1: well i th- I think the problem with with some of that is you know. The idea that everybody's going to breed their Maclots Python to a carpet. Yeah. Number one, that's kind of just... that's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> it's just kind
1: of silly that you know <laughs> to think that people would do that. So sometimes when this argument comes up that it's like, oh, well, they're kind of going kind to of disappear and everybody's going to breed they it won't. to whatever, which I think... I think with that, what will happen with that in particular, like a species like that is that it might get lost because nobody cares about it because yes. it doesn't have a morph. And the only yes. way that you could care about it is if you are crossing it with a retic, you know, and you're exactly. like, oh, I'm going to have Mac ticks or something like that. Oh, you know, and you're like, you're
0: what just, the? F-? That hurt, that hurt <laughs> me
1: physically. But, <laughs>
0: yeah. But no, but think about it a different way. Think about it on the Dunn's pythons way where it's like, you know, nobody gave a shit about it because it didn't have a Morse. Nobody produced it, and then it eventually stopped coming into the country. So then, let's say that happens with maclots, but that and it gets harder and harder to get pure maclots. And there's only a certain amount of people working with them. Let's say those animals either die, or those people who are working with them sell the pairs or split them up or whatever. And it gets depleted and depleted and depleted. And let's say the only thing we have that is a remnant of a macaw's python left in the country is what has been crossed with other shit. It's like that would be kind of sucky. And I'm saying it, that that would probably never happen. But it, it is a potential of something that could happen.
1: So See, I, guess, I guess for me, like I've kind of moved away from thinking about you know that kind of thing because I look at it this way. Yeah, there's a couple of, couple of things that pop into my head. Like the first thing I said is like, you know, like I said, like the idea that everybody is going to breed Maclots and make hybrids. It's just, and I think I that I think with Facebook it magnifies that. I don't think there's <laughs> that many people out there that really want to breed, you know, crazy hybrids together like that. No, you know, you know what I mean. Like there's like, you know, maybe I'm missing something. And there's you know the group hybrid heaven or whatever it is. It's like you know, out there just breeding whatever to whatever, you know, here's a garter snake, cross it with a python. Let's see what happens, you know, something like that.
0: What was the Timor retake that was out? And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's
1: like, no. Yeah, well, to me, that could be a scary thing because you're getting closer and closer to each, you know, like there's certain things, like when you're breeding a green tree to a short tail, yeah, that's not going to be mistaken as something that's, that's that's a short tail ever, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to be like, (laughs) Oh, that yeah, that's a really animal. cool-looking would, short tail. But you animal, have more of a chance so conflicted. of somebody. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Should I be on the tree or should, should I be on the ground? the ground? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to put half of my body in the tree <laughs> and half of my body the I was the ground. about to say that. It's buried, yeah. but it's heads on a branch. It's like, Right, oh. <laughs> You're right. It sticks a branch like right out of the dirt. It's just like kinda got its tail like it can't even like you know no prehensile tail skills. It's got that tiny little tail, like I can't wrap it. I can't wrap it, you know. Trying to cuddle Lord flapping around. What what cruel person did this? Why? To make this? And that's the same person that's sitting there saying the breed Jags is wrong, you know? Meanwhile, a uh, freaking snake can't wrap its tail around a freaking branch. It's trying to cauldral <laughs> lure, and it can't. It's just like this tiny little fat stump. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, this is just nonsense. But, uh, you know, and the other thing about it, like, I, you know, this is sort of the thing that, I, that, That Everybody, you know, Dunn's Pythons is a perfect example, right? There are certain people out there that they want to have Dunn's Pythons because maybe at one point Um, they had them in the past and they kind Uh, of lost it, or... Mm. You know, it's that I want to have the complete set of liasses type of deal or whatever, because you really dig liasses. It's it's sort I of like do. me with carpets. It's like you know, yeah. oh, man, that imbricata is like if if only one it day haunts you. Know? you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only one day, you know. And it's like I think, I think, I think, I really, really think that if I someday get to work with imbricata, I will have that sense of completion, and I will not want to buy <laughs> snakes anymore. You know what I mean? But, like, because no, I can't no, I have don't. that, I want to – it's like, oh, I have to fulfill that that <laughs> want to have that thing that I can't have. No. So I'm going to fulfill but, it with something else. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go buy this. And I'm going to buy but this. But here's the thing. And I'm going to buy it. And, and I will
0: tell you this, that once you complete a certain complex or a certain thing, you just want to move on. You just end up starting moving on to the next one.
1: See, like I, I don't
0: think- – I completed my Madagascan hognose. And now I'm yeah, like, you they be cool? You, More Asian rat
1: snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, are you, are you, like, I know you like your hognose. I you do. Your Madagascar yeah. hogs. I, I know you do. Yeah. But is that, okay. like, a, a top, is that, like, a top animal in your collection? No, but it's, see, No, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> They're cool,
0: but they're not like. Let me put it this way: I have a tattoo appointment coming up. They haven't been in the discussion of what will be added. Correct. So you know, it's like correct. You know, it's, so they're not it's as those...
1: important as your rough scales. No, that,
0: excuse no. me. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the <laughs> talking about the Volkswagen Bug compared to like the Maserati.
1: Like you know, no, dude. It's like right. It, so let's yeah. say let's let's say in a perfect world, all of a sudden they have. Uh, you know, Australia opens its uh borders, you know, to export wildlife and snakes to wherever in the world, and you have you know, you can get whatever you want. And Uh there's this breeder in Australia that really loves rough scales as much as you, he's like the uh you know, uh the bizarro world Owen down there on the opposite <laughs> side. Everything is opposites and he's down there breeding uh, you know, uh, rough scales and he has locality rough scales, you know. Um oh, shit <clears throat> <laughs> Even though everybody else is gonna say that the the same thing, man. What are you doing? Same
0: game same thing. Same, but but there's same same level of brown. But to you
1: <laughs> yeah. Shut up you see what i mean you're gonna be you're gonna want to complete that set and if it means that I mean... you complete that set of rough scales that you're gonna to have to get rid of your hognose snakes you're gonna get on the phone well, and say I, hey I, Ry- I, hey I, riley I, I, here's the thing
0: but right hey riley get in a box all right you're gonna yes. get a box and you shut your mouth you know and right. that's to be honest that probably happened next week but um but yes it's, they? It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like I understand, but also, what does that say to us that in order to have completion in our life, we have to get a snake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <The> who?
1: Zern. <sir. laughs>
0: but it, you
1: know, but um, <laughs> it's just. But I think. No. I think like I think like when I'm when I when I say the Duns pythons, I really think that that has to do with that this this. Idea in the herpticulturalist brain. I didn't even say that right. Herpticulturalist no, but brain. Yeah. That you have to. You see somebody doing something cool, and you want to be just as cool. Agree. But I think, like, I think that's the Duns Python. I think that well, the idea that it's this thing that we can't ha- have, and somehow yeah. it's going to be lost. And like nine to- nine out of ten people would probably be like. Yeah, okay, whatever. Crap. But,
0: but, it, but I, will, I will say that if there are certain pictures of Dunn pythons that I've seen where they mm-hmm. look like a Maclots python, but then I've right. seen other pictures of Dunn pythons like um, KJ's where they are drastically different. So I would think. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not would,
1: saying that they're the same. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I
0: know. But what I'm saying is that if I were to get a pair of Duns Pythons and I open the box and they look like my Mack I would be hideously disappointed. Right. <laughs> it's like, You'd be I like, I why? Be, I already have these. Why? <laughs> I'd be so mad. It's like, <laughs> if I get them, I expect them to be different. So. I it's think What a certain... Why I, it's, what, think about it this way. It's why I'm not... Why haven't I rushed out and gotten Northern Territory waters? Because I don't care. I have waters. Correct. Like, I don't need
1: other waters. Yeah. I'm but... telling you, I'm like, dude, there's Queensland waters. And you're like, yeah, so what? Don't a water python is a water <laughs> python. And I'm like, no, those. but they're not. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. You're an idiot, Eric. They're the same goddamn thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. You know? <laughs> but... And also, it's like, I mean,
0: am, am I rushing out to get silver savus? It's like, I already have savus. It's like, it's just, so the Duns Python, you're right. For me, it's, I got to check that box, because I got to have the Liasis complex, because I want to work with the Liasis complex, because at one point in my life, I want to have one of my displays set up with olives, max savus, Waters, Duns, and like, and that's what I want. and And I will get there. So... That is cool, yeah, but th- again, I, like I, I said, th- if my duns look like Max, I'm gonna be pissed off because <laughs> I want something right. different. I want to see the difference.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I love the idea of, you know, that's why I think like a species like you know, you take like ring pythons, right? Yeah. Everybody's I mean, like, oh my god, I gotta yeah. have ring pythons because they're they're cool. They're gorgeous. They're very cool snakes. Yeah, I love them yeah but
0: which just sucks. I was
1: kind of hoping I can't you'd see myself I having get <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I can't see myself having more than a pair or maybe a reverse trio or something like that if they don't breed, or who knows the female yeah. might eat the male, and I have to go out and get another male or whatever, you know, but like the idea that somehow these snakes are there's a reason, I think in my mind, why certain species like kind of fell. Um, by the way, so- out of, out of flavor, you know, yeah. like here's this, you know, I'm sure at some point people are breeding them and then all of a sudden they're eating the other one. And, you know, it's like, and somebody, and somebody at some point said, well, fuck this. Like I yeah. can breed this snake and I don't have issues. I can breed a corn snake and it's easy. ball Python, carpet Python, you know what I mean? And I, and I can yeah. produce.
0: <clears throat> I mean, I also think that especially with the rings they got the bad rap of you know they fade when they get older. It's like okay, but look at these animals they don't and people kind of went away from that and it's like and I and I've heard that from when I had ring pythons It's like oh yeah, but those colors don't hold out when they get older. I'm like all right, they fade a little bit, but it's no it was it's nowhere they're near still cool. What peep exactly? And also the fading is nowhere near what people have warned me that it would be like i was expecting these things to turn brown it's like that doesn't happen so it it's very weird and i don't know where half these animals get the wraps that they get but i would say ring pythons are totally worth it and there are some people that stuck with ring pythons and they have like the reduced pattern projects and they have you know
1: the, yes, because the, they
0: love ring binders. Exactly. If that's your right. thing, then
1: then that's your thing. So, I and I know. think I think if if us in the reptile hobby did what we liked and not what other people were doing, mm. um, I think that that it would be a much you would see much more diverse. And I think I I kind of see it going in that direction. You know, yeah, I kind of see a lot of people saying, you know. I don't have to breed this to to fit in. It's like it's almost like, I think, I, you know, we go back to the Dunn's Python. It's like, if we're being honest, I think in a mm-hmm. way a lot of people would, if they were really being honest and they could say what they want and not worry about what people thought on social media or whatever, I think that most people would say that it's just the idea of the Dunn's Python as like this badge of, you know, I have this I got and it nobody Dun. else does. All
0: right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I I I will admit right now to you on air that I want the Duns pythons because of what they represent, and it's something that was lost to hurt the culture and has now come back. And because it's, and I want it because I can sit there and go, I got a Duns python, or I'm Correct. breeding Duns pythons, and that's the whole thing. That and I'm already so into the stuff. I I it just. It seems like a natural thing for me, but looking at my collection now as it sits and how much space I have available and how much grow up room I have available and how many cages I have available, I may not do Duns pythons because I don't have the room. It might be one of those things where if I do Duns pythons, do I have to let white lips go?
1: Yeah, you gotta so pick and it, choose. You know, you
0: have to pick and choose. So maybe I don't do Duns pythons until, you know, maybe the olives never produce for me, or you know that project goes, or whatever. Or say I move into a new place and I have a ton more space, more cages, more projects.
1: Sure, but maybe even, that's what happens. I think, I, I think, I think me and you probably have let corn snakes go (laughs) i think me and you um they're already getting phased out by the asian rat snakes don't
0: you worry corn snakes are they're 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 dwindling i keep pushing them with like you know all this other stuff once my once my uh, chinese king rats are big enough the
1: corn snakes are out of here so right yep Well, (laughs) well you don't have to worry about corn snakes getting lost in the hobby You know, (laughs) they definitely will not be lost in the hobby.
0: No, but here's the thing about it.
1: But you might not be able to find a certain line or a certain wharf or something like that, locality. Think about
0: it it this way. I think it begins with stuff getting lost in the hobby. It starts with being unable to find a wild type of the animal in the hobby. When was the last time you saw a normal leopard gecko? (laughs) It's like, you don't. It's like, they're gone. And it's like, I I think at one point they had to bring in a new locality of leopard gecko um, just to to see a spotted freaking leopard gecko again, because everything's crazy now. So I think it would start with the, I've never seen, like, what does a natural corn snake look like? I mean, like... (laughs) <laughs> I, it's been a while for me. It's like, right. So it would think that would start then, and then it would start being with you can't find certain lines, certain morphs, certain things because people have stopped working with it or it's gotten enveloped into other things. Like it's hard to find pure M Pen Coastals because everybody took their M Pens and crossed them with tigers. Right. So, and that kind of stuff happens. So that starts, and then you start losing the species as a whole or something like that, which again, it, it's not a quick thing, it happens slowly. So slow that we don't even notice it until it's gone. So,
1: I think I think the the thing that happened with the we're talking pythons, right? I think the whole transition Mm. from people working with a diverse diversity in pythons kind of switched, and it kind of you know everybody's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I want to do ball pythons because I see all these other people, you know, having You know, success with these and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're making a ton of money. Then there's other people that, you know, you know, there are some ball python morphs that are freaking phenomenal. And like I could see you looking at one and going, oh, my God, I really want to kind of get into that, Mm -hmm. you know, and you may get into it and you may like it. And, you know, or you may get into it and decide that maybe this isn't the thing, the thing you really want to do. Maybe you do like just plain old coastal carpet pythons. And that's the direction that you, you should have stayed. And, but, you know, for whatever reason, you change course because, and I'm not saying that this is you, by the way. <laughs> I know what you, are, you think, because anyway. I said, because oh, I, I said coastal carpets,
0: you know, it but, did.
1: but. If it anyway. if it's that's something that you you really dig, then who cares what other people think? Do, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think if like people did that and the people that stand out to me in the hobby are those people. Like think of think of Matt with his Borneos, right? Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. a guy. He's he he's in the short tail game, right? And he has reds, but mm he's not focused on reds like he is his Borneos and he's not really looking at like, he may have Sumatrans, you know, it's like, it's kind of like one of those things he's like, yeah, I could get into them. It's like, it's like hit or miss, but you would think that a guy like Matt's status in the short tail world would be like, Oh yeah, I want to have that. I want to have that. And I want to have that. I want to have reds. I want to have all the morphs and I want to have the, the, the blacks and I want to, you know, really do that. But like, with talking to him, his focus is Borneos. And mm-hmm. even when he's into everything else that he's into, he never, ever loses that focus of, of being into the Borneos. And his collection shows that. And I yeah. think those are the guys that stand out, guys and girls, that stand out in in whatever species of whatever whatever. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if we're talking iguanas. it doesn't matter if we're talking turtles it doesn't matter if we're talking snakes I think if you really just focused on what you love then there's going to be people out there that look at that and say holy shit look at the work that this Mm -hmm. person put into Producing these animals. These are amazing. You know, I could see myself getting into these and maybe some people get into them and they 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 keep it going. And then there's other people that try them and they don't like them and they move on to something else. But there there has to be some people out there that, you know, would focus on that. I think I think the idea of like, you know. I think that's kind of changing. I think that that we're over that hurdle that the ball python put on the reptile you know, world and the way they looked at everything. Like if you look at, mm. I mean, some of these species, like for instance, if you're in the Boland's pythons, right? right. You should probably get them pretty soon because hmm. maybe one day you might not be able to. Yeah. You know, like look what they did with retics. Like, you know, you used to be able to import retics. You can't do it anymore. So like well, all those localities, you're, they're all gone. They're gone.
0: Well, I mean, think about – when I was coming into it, it was always the thing is that people would say that Bob Clark used to have truckloads of retics brought in, and he would pick through them all, and he would find the cool ones, the ones he thought were interesting or the ones he wanted to see if it was a morph, and he'd shift it off to the side. And then all the other ones he'd just sell as retics and stuff like that. And that was always the rumor, and then they shut that stuff down, and I remember – his website used to have this crazy all the all the crazy shit that he ever pulled out of a box or a crate or uh, one of those skinning places or whatever. Like he would have pictures of these insane retics that I, I don't even know if they were the basis of some of the morphs that we have today or if they were never bred. But like he had a he had a jet black one that he found at one point. Um, uh, there was a bunch of shit in there, and it was just like so weird that he got to do that and i thought it was always so cool that he got to do that stuff but yeah i mean any kind of locality or any kind of needed to be imported animal is gone so
1: yeah yeah it's you know and and there's guys out there that they focused on breeding those localities and they didn't worry yeah. about the morph craze that went on behind them. And now those guys are in a much better position because if you want them, they're the person to go Only to. Only game in like, town. Yeah. I never understood why the, the purist side of the hobby were ever worried about the non purist side of the hobby Yeah. when they're mixing stuff and it's like, yeah, but you're putting yourself in a position that eventually, I think what happens, at least with carpets, is you get into it because you saw a morph that you like. You know, I saw Bullwinkle mm. or Benjamin or one of these animals, and you're like, holy shit, that animal's amazing. Yeah. And I want to get into carpet pythons. And you might get into the morphs and you start looking at some of the crazy stuff. You're looking you're saying, like, look what Paul Harris just posted up. Holy shit, that's amazing. I want a hypo zebra, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want this, I want this. And you're going through. And then the more you get into it and you're keeping on snakes and you're like, oh, man, these snakes are freaking awesome, man. They're really, really cool. Oh, and then you start researching them more and more. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's an inland carpet python Mm -hmm. and there's a... There's a diamond python. Oh, I want to try these out. Check these out. Oh, wait. Diamond pythons. You have to make sure they're pure and not crossed with anything. Oh, well, here's Nick Mutton, the only guy that had... You know what I'm saying? Or Hmm. whoever. I know. I do. And I would say that a morph draws
0: you in or a particular carpet python draws you in. And then you do your research and then you find out where you want to sit and you want to settle. And sometimes it's not necessarily what you what you originally started with like no i was br- i was brought in because i was digging on uh some jungle carpets that chris had at one point and then right. i got my first coastal because i really wanted a tiger jag, and right. i got my first coastal and i totally fell in love with coastals and that's where it was and i got my first jag and i got all the fun stuff and did all that crap and that's just where it goes but I can appreciate other things. And obviously as I was learning, I got brettles. I got all the other crap, you know, jungles, Papa ones that you, that was a mistake. But anyway, <laughs> But there's a bunch of stuff. So let's say like you get in, I, I, I would probably say that there are people who've gotten in because they've seen an adult carp python at a show gotten in and then maybe shifted and found something else. Like maybe you saw a jungle jag at a show. You get in, you get a jungle, you do some stuff, then you buy a pair of Inlands, and then you're like, Inlands are it for me. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Like, they're gorgeous. Right. Or, you know. Or you get into jungles, or, or let's say you get into Papuan carpets because you saw a Bullwinkle or a Granite, and then you get a non-Granite animal, and you just fall in love with the colors that are on the sides, on the heads, and this, that, and the other thing. And you start looking for more non-Granite Papuans because you really dig that. So there's right. a lot of things that you can kind of – there are a lot of different avenues if you open yourself up to it and kind of appreciate all the different animals that are out there. You know, right. I – I, numerous times during our show's history, I was telling you, nah, I'd never get that. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. And then it's downstairs now. <laughs> so it's like,
1: all right, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Because you talk to yeah. somebody that was excited about that species, and you're like, or you oh, yeah, i digging person. on this vibe. or yeah or that you're like you're somewhere and you're like check this out i think i think animals like water pythons and ring pythons even as adults even though they might not be the prettiest uh snakes i think when you see that iridescence that only can
0: be seen really
1: by the, the eye and you have them in your hand and you're like wow this is cool i mean i've seen that with so many pythons or so many just animals in general you're like wow, that looks nothing like what I pictured. It's like a thousand yeah. times better. Like when I look at an olive python, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just kind of
0: brown. It's an olive python, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you see it,
1: you're like, oh, my God, this animal is so impressive. I'm so in awe of this, just the animal of how it is, you know, I, how it I moves, would say, how it acts. Yeah, I would say
0: that if you can, if you're in an area where you know there is a snake breeder, that has a bunch of different species that you maybe you're not looking at or you're not into, or you have kind of been interested in, but had never seen in person, ask them if you can like come over and check out their stuff. Maybe even offer to be like, Hey man, I'll come clean some tubs with you one day and just check out your collection. You know, maybe cause listen, no, None of us don't ever want to be like, so I can't talk about snakes? Like, No, we want people to talk about snakes with. This is the whole point. We don't have people in normal sure. conversations. So, yeah, and then come see the animals in person and check them out. Because, like, let's say you've, you've kind of been interested by savus, kind of been interested by savus, but you've never seen one in person. Right. You know, wouldn't you agree that a savu python is something that you really got to see and, like, just, just – Look at
1: it.
0: Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then you. So I would say reach out, try to make some connections. Go see other people's collections and see if that's an animal that you really want to get behind. You may you may go to their collection there. You may go to the collection and be like, I'm going to see savu pythons because that's what I've all been about. And then when they show you their timor pythons, you'd be like, fuck savus, look at these things. Like I mean, <laughs> right, there's a lot of different stuff, and you're not going to know until you. Get out and see them.
1: Right. Right. hundred percent. Couldn't no. agree more. Yes. Um all right, well, we're in overtime now. But uh Yes we are. I guess we can oh. uh we can cut it. Well, um I I what? think we
0: can cut it because you gotta you have to um try on your new zipper shorts and uh <laughs> all that other
1: <laughs> yeah fun stuff. Exactly.
0: Listen, um, just because you and Crystal Solemme are going to the Outback wearing, like, stripper tearaway pants, I don't think <laughs> it's really the smartest thing to do. Right. Crocky, it's a crock. You just rip off the shit. Like, right. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm ready? It's like, oh, right. sweet Jesus. <laughs>
1: wow, those pants are really long. No worries. Wow, dude. <laughs> Rip it.
0: <laughs> uh. But... You know, I, I'd say we should shut that down because I think next week, don't we have the – isn't it round table goodness?
1: Yes. Next week is the oh. bread lie roundtable. Um, oh, God. And what's going to even make that even better is that Casey will be fresh back from his trip to Australia. You know. Uh, and he actually found – I know. Bread lie in the wild.
0: If you there's know. any guy who really deserves to just find one in the wild, it's yeah. Casey. And I mean, like, I, I'm I'm so happy he did because that's just like that's like me finding a roughie in the wild. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude,
1: that's that's awesome. Yes, yeah, I can't imagine what that. Well, I'm I'm gonna see what that's like in a I couple weeks. So it's been in a week, I mean- so <laughs> I'll be able to to feel that feeling of what it's like to see that species that you and love then, so much. And then we're
0: taking a break. We're taking a one show week break because
1: you know. I can't, I can't cry on air. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a true story. So, but we'll make it up. I promise we will make it up. Right. Cause we're going to do right. some, uh, podcasts from the field and stuff like that. So we'll, nice. we'll have plenty of coverage, uh, and some YouTube stuff and all that stuff. So, right. um, so next week is the bread lie round table. Uh, pretty much the who's who of bread lie in the States. Uh, we got, uh, Nick mutton, Casey cannon, uh, Ralph Polensky, um Austin Warwick, uh and Damn. Owen McIntyre. you go. You're yes.
0: goddamn right. And it's like yes. I've produced them twice.
1: Woo-hoo. I will be the only one at, at this uh, oh, junction that, that have never produced Fred Lai. Uh but uh mm. unfortunately mm. I fell I fell to the Two male condition it's a boy. Uh, that, that really <laughs> screwed me up. Uh, but, uh, you know, you live and I'm, you learn. You get up, you dust yourself off, and you get back. I'm going to
0: fix that. I'm going to fix that this year, buddy. You know, it's, <laughs> I got you.
1: You <laughs> right. know,
0: and uh, they, they, oh, I, I already put them down, dude. They're there with the colubrids, you know. Huh? Cool. So, yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. cool. Speaking of carpet pythons, I wanted to announce – uh, first of all let's let's let me throw this out there. Uh, yep. If you have not listened to the reptile and chill podcast, I uh, recommend that you check it out the UK Reptile Podcast. It's really cool to hear. First of all, I love how them, they talk, man. They how them, talk, they how are,
0: them, they talk. That's it's yeah. them, 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 theirs. So yeah, Is that what I, I said?
1: Whatever. Holy shit. I was shit. close. Yeah. Uh, I apologize, my reptile and show of brethren. Uh, I did not mean to fuck no, up stop. what I'm it's saying. No, stop. To uh, Stop.
0: You're digging dude. the hole deeper. Just, just yeah.
1: move on. Anyway... They're funny as hell, man. I mean, not only oh, yeah. is the show good, but they're just, oh, it's just so they're so freaking funny, man. But anyway, <laughs> they have joined the uh, ranks of, of us and they are having a Carpet Fest UK. Oh. oh, my God. It has actually happened, Owen. The Carpet Fest has international, traveled finally. overseas, <laughs> international now. That's all I've ever uh, our, wanted in life. <laughs> our little vision that happened in 2012 in Howard's in 2019, backyard, <laughs> yes, has has become an international
0: uh, I, I thing. I happily, it's all yeah. it's good now.
1: <laughs> so I think I think they're going to try to one up us, right? What? Because Mother- yeah, they're they're yeah. trying to up the game, man. They're trying to up the game and. I don't know if they understand the shenanigans that happened during the Carpet Fest. Now I can't speak for all the other Carpet Fest, (laughs) but the shenanigans of the Northeast Carpet Fest.
0: Well, the Northwest, they do try to kill Nick. I mean, like, you know, we can say we get to shenanigans, but the Northwest, they, 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 they dressed and dragged and beat each other. And I'm like, that's yeah. I mean, amateurs with professionals, apparently.
1: Well, those guys on the West Coast, they're into all that S&M shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that's, right. that's how they roll over there on the West Coast, man. Here on the um, East Coast, man, we keep all that.
0: on next week. You know, you really yeah, have to we, keep doing this.
1: We keep all that hostility, like, just in you know what i mean we just just drink drink our feelings (laughs) (laughs) we just drink man we don't let any of that frustration out we keep it in you
0: know (laughs) you know the bad thing is is that uh brian got us those like steins this year (laughs) for carpet fest and i kept refilling mine with the uh moonshine tea and i lost track of everything
1: and yes yeah (laughs) isn't it that's that's it i'm gonna take my stein to the uk carpet yeah. fest and sit down with those guys and you know Aww. have a have a couple <laughs> of drinks with them so um so here's a list of some of the things that they have going on they have beer music right. obviously yeah. right Dull. barbecue food yeah. yeah can do is it okay all right barbecue food okay uh yeah all right yeah. uh <laughs> bouncy castle what uh bouncy castle i would imagine that's for comic relief when everybody is half off their ass and they're going to bounce around in the castle it's going to be vomit castle is what it's going to be someone's that's gonna, gonna be- die anyway so, <laughs> <laughs> i mean before you get into bouncy castle you get your face painted with penises oh my, oh. all over it or something oh. like that i don't know <laughs> It's going to be shenanigans, hey, man.
0: You should go and have your face painted like a tiger. It's like, just request <laughs> that. Or Spider-Man. Right. I mean, yeah, um,
1: let's do this. Right. But, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I would be very curious to see if the Northeast chapter could keep up with drinking with the Carpet Fest UK I group.
0: have confidence in us. It Not you all think of so? us. Not all of us. I mean,
1: there oh, are I'm bodies. I will not make There them. were
0: bodies we found in your backyard. I mean, like, you yeah. know, it's not all of us. Some of us. Not all of us. So.
1: Yeah, but these guys are drinking, like, 16 beers during their podcast, man. And they're still able to speak. All, because we've learned our – well, I mean, we don't <laughs>
0: – I don't think – I think we need to – well, first off, our holiday special is coming up. And I need to get my – I need to get the uh, – My drink of choice again, because if we're going to do that, but I think if we limit ourselves to two episodes a year where we're allowed to drink, it's good enough. I don't think we should be drinking every episode. My liver couldn't handle that. So, yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, no, in all seriousness, I do do love those guys. They they're doing a great job. It's awesome. It's going to be awesome time. It is Saturday, August third, twenty nineteen. Awesome. And awesome. it's going to be, um, where is it at? So if you want to buy tickets, oh, they even got tickets. Look at this, tickets. they're friggin' high the end, man. You know you what I mean? Tickets. Tickets. Art, you got to get a is ticket. A free
0: event. I mean, yeah. well, you know, Bouncy Castle ain't going to pay for itself. So
1: true story. Yeah. Um, so check out reptile and chill one word dot I don't know, that kind of sounds kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> just let's just keep moving. Just keep moving. So I have uh uh you know, I have kind of cleverly phrased uh to my wife that wouldn't it be nice to go visit, you know Europe England and the UK oh, and maybe Jesus Paris Christ. and whatever. Uh and
0: if she, you if you're like going to go to our if you're like, honey, we're going to go to a romantic getaway to Paris and you take her to UK Carpet Fest, you may not be leaving with a wife. I'm just going to say, buddy,
1: you know, oh, it's nah. She she would get down with those guys, man. She would be All drinking right. right alongside of them. And, you know, there's no worries. But um, I think, you know, my wife can drink me under the table. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> Dory.
0: Dory is far more badass than you. We'll just say that. Yes, so,
1: you it's know, true yeah. story. I, I will not yeah. deny. <laughs> um but uh yeah they're going to uh they're going to be having it over there and I I am definitely going to try to uh to make it over there. Um but you know if you're over in in uh, that area I, I don't know exactly where it's at though. All right, we'll have to get I think that they said Birmingham. Birmingham, right? Birmingham? I, think I have that. no idea. Anyway, listen to the Reptile and Chill, guys, and you'll be able to find it. Um, and they do have a group, UK Carpet Fest 2019. Uh, you can head on over there and uh, become a member and see all the updates that they have. So very cool. Uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a great event. And plus, yeah. Yeah, dude, how cool would it be if somehow I could like take a tour of like some of the guys? Like, oh, my God, Paul. I could go right, hang well, out with I Paul. I mean, first off, oh, first forget off, it. It's
0: on. <laughs> first off, first off, if you go, there better be a plaque on like this is the Eric Burke wing of his like facility because I mean, I assume you've paid for it. Yeah. Um, but I've yeah.
1: always, I've always made the joke that I always thought that Paul was really Nick. Yeah. You know, and he was like it. the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you know oh, you pay no did. attention <laughs> to the
0: man <laughs> behind the curtain.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, and you go. It's you Nick's way it's to make Nick crosses. With a mustache. <laughs> it's like, Nick, Nick no. has a wig on. <laughs> he has a wig on, and he's like, a and a "Pay no attention yeah. to that guy."
0: <laughs> Nick, no, we know it's you, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Why do you have that hypo caramel zebra jag right there, my friend? <laughs> uh, uh. Like, exactly. Don't look at that. Uh, Don't look at that. Uh, but yes. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about. All right, no, com. No, no, no. Casey should be back. <laughs> uh, and that means that I uh, should be able calendars. to get those calendars uh, rolling. Uh, so – uh, if you have already pre-purchased uh, a calendar, then awesome. I will You will be the first on the list as soon as they come in to get them out. Uh, hopefully, we can have it by the time I get back from Australia. I'll start sending them out beginning of December. Um, and yeah, once I have them in hand, that's when I really start to blast it out. So, uh, But if you're interested in a pre-order... You can uh, hit me up. Uh, my PayPal is BurkePhila at gmail dot com. B r k e p h i l a at gmail dot com, and it's fifteen dollars shipped in the U S. Twenty outside of the U S. And it's pretty cool. Pretty cool calendar this year uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, moreliapythonradio.com. dot com. Uh, and the email is info at com. You can listen to the podcast on any podcast app that you use. Um, but uh, be sure to subscribe and you'll get uh episode every week except for two weeks from now. <laughs> you, you will not. <laughs> nope, you will not do that. You will not. Uh, and for myself, uh, I uh, shipping window is closed. I am Done. officially shut down until springtime. But who knows? Maybe I'll pop. Well, I won't be at Hamburg, that's for sure, because I won't be here. Um, <laughs> but who knows? I, I think that uh, don't they do one in February or something like that? Yeah, Oaks is in February. Okay, so maybe I'll swing by that or something. But I won't be vending there. But, no uh, you can
0: come hang out with me in port city pythons yes it
1: will be excellent yeah, I know so yeah uh, if you're interested in anything you want to do a payment plan something like that yeah sure we can do that but I won't be shipping out until spring so uh, that's that uh, my cool. uh, email is okay. Eric at Eeb My com my Website is Eric er, Ebmarelia.com, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And for the and some people were asking if I do another video. Uh, It's just been so busy that I haven't had a chance. I have exactly what I want to do, but uh, I will be doing that real soon. Probably this cool. That's all all I got.
0: All right. Uh, What I got is you can go to rogue reptiles.com, check out all the stuff we have for sale over there. I will be doing the White Plains Reptile Show this Sunday coming up. So, if you are in the White Plains area and feel like stopping by, uh, please come by, say hey, check out the snakes that I'm going to be bringing. Um, just like Eric, my shipping window is closed. If it's going to be 20 degrees, no. But animals can still be purchased. Uh, I can meet at any of the shows in the tri state area, which is usually New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland. Um, and that's not a problem. So there's always options there. Uh, You can also go follow uh, Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. And that is Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. Also, my Instagram is now linked to Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. So there's going to be a lot of stuff in and out. My Instagram, again, is my last name, McIntyre, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-O-J. You can follow me on that. I usually post a ton of stuff about my snake and then the dog. So that's pretty much what we do. Um, That's all we have for you guys this week. So we'll say thank you all for listening. We're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Moralia Python Radio. Good night.